0: Recorded live. Democrats will dig up the voters anywhere they can find them. Well, absolute listen,
1: uh, James, dead people deserve a vote too. Wanna go on Hello? Hello, it's Mike. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello,
2: it's
1: Mike. Hello, it's Mike.
2: Okay,
1: can you hear me? Bailey. who with me now? Who's with me now? Who's with me now? Who's working me now? Who's with me now? Travis or do I have Brian?
2: This is Travis. I can
1: barely yeah. hear you. Okay, I'm I'm up. up. I'm sorry. i You want better? You got the phone?
2: Hello? Hello, can you hear me? I just can't understand you at all.
1: Hold on a second. Let me see what's coming in here.
0: Hold on a second, don't leave me. Hello, can you hear me now? Yeah,
2: I can hear you better now, yes. Can I hold a
1: second?
2: Trying to change things up here. How's that,
1: better? Um, Yeah, it's getting a little better. You're right? It's getting a little better. Okay, I'm trying to make the adjustments here, so talk to me if I need to do something. But do something Uh up, down. Test, test, testing, one, two, testing, one, two, three, testing, testing, one, two, three, test, 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 one, two, three, test, test. Okay, let's test the uh, the coach's show real quick. It's going to be a little long today. It's 12 minutes and one second. So let's see what comes out, and let's give it a shot real quick. One, two, three. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the coach's show. Coming to you live on a Friday night. Phil Danaher Field, Wildcats ready to take on the Toloso Midway Warriors on a beautiful Friday night. Temperatures are beautiful here in Northwest Corpus Christi as uh, Coach Bill Danaher joins us on the show. Coach, on the show. It's good to be at right home, boy, Mike. I'll tell you. How's that?
3: Yeah,
1: that, that, that sounds good. Okay, good. I, we did it inside because of the wind last week. So, uh, I have 668. Are we uh, pretty much to my right?
2: At
3: the time, yeah, I have I 58 at
0: the moment. We're still in
1: two minutes. Let's cut this. I don't know where he's at. Maybe I should have come down and worked the headset tonight. I'm serious. I've been cleaning. I don't know what's
2: going on.
0: One minute.
1: All right. Travis, if you can help me again with the scoreboard tonight, man, it would be greatly appreciated.
2: Say it again?
1: If you can help me with the scoreboard again tonight, it would be greatly appreciated.
2: Okay, I'll bring that up right now.
1: Yeah, like I said, I'll check in probably one week until the second quarter because of, scores uh, you know, scores, take, uh, games, you know, get going So stuff.
0: And you have my son on the right if anything happens. Hey, Travis?
2: Yes, yeah, say it again. I'm sorry.
0: You have my cell number, right, in case you have any
1: issues?
2: Yes, I have your cell number.
1: Okay, cool. I've got it right here in front of me. Okay. If I
0: need to make any adjustments, just text me. Okay. Ten seconds. We're back.
1: Five, four, three, two, one. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the coach's show. Coming to you live on a Friday night, Bill Danaherfield, Field. Wildcats to take on the Toloso Midway Warriors on a beautiful Friday night. Temperatures are beautiful here in Northwest Corpus Christi as uh, Coach Bill Danaher joins us on the show. Coach, welcome to the show. It's good to be here at home, boy. Mike, I tell you, it seems
4: like we haven't
1: played much yet. Basically, what? The <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think we travel much. I was looking <laughs> at the schedule, and went, this is probably one of our lightest years for traveling of many, many years. When we were going to Kerrville, Waco, San Antonio, Valley. I mean, I looked at the schedule this year, and I was like, wow, it's, it's worked out well for the, uh, for the program and not much traveling. But if it's a home game, welcome, anyway, tonight. You did have a strange look at the station. I said, boy, it's good to be at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I not Yeah, well, I tell you what, it's always good to be home. Again, beautiful weather tonight, coach. It uh, doesn't look like last week it was real windy. Here had the game, the wind was attractive, touching up to 30 miles an hour. Tonight, northeast winds is about 13, 83 degrees currently. It's a beautiful night for football. Fall weather is at 265 degrees
3: here in Portland. So, uh, uh, nice
1: weather. If anybody, need some. It'd be nice to have
3: a mm-hmm. good cool evening in the place.
1: Not cold. Not
3: cold. Not cold. Not cold. Well, I
1: don't, I don't mind the cold. It's not wet. Those are the combinations that I can't handle anymore. Either way, I, I just
3: don't like to win. The wins really bothers me.
2: Because
1: the thing is,
3: in, uh, in a
1: football game, one team has to win. The other team have
3: to win. And when you don't have it, you better let ball control and keep the ball out of
1: their hands. Right.
2: Because it, it aids them in the kicking game
1: and the throwing game. You know. So, you know, what you want to do is when you when you're going into a strong win, you to control the ball, you get what you can, and when you've got to win, then you can open it up. Well, that's what we saw last Coach. Lafayette had a great performance last week, 48 to seven, the final over over Corpus Christi Carroll, which uh, we talked about. It's not really a rivalry, but a, a team that we had, uh, again, just a controversial to say We really. didn't want to make up the game. You know, uh, the ran out. The night of the rainout, the, the scrimmage years ago. I mean, this is. By the end of the game, I feel like Carroll,
3: it uh, was completely
1: dominated from beginning to end. Special teams played well, defense played excellent. And then, Duff, again, another amazing performance by this young man who just looks like he's comfortable uh, reading, reading what the defense is given him I and mean, just making some really smart playbooks, doing a really good job of at the spot at offense. Yeah, hey, uh, and he's getting better every week, very comfortable back there. Yeah, we're going into the middle of the season with uh, in pretty good shape with quarterback because you know, Gage is coming around. He can run.
3: We're, we're holding him
1: out still because we're not not—we're still concerned about when he's planting and he gets, uh, gets tackled or something,
3: you know. We've got to make sure that
1: we get him completely well before we put him back in there. I mean, we're not going to put him right in over, over – you know, we're, we'll go with two quarterbacks if we have to. But uh, they're both good athletes, and they can play other spots as well. So we're very fortunate we have two, two good quarterbacks. Yeah, we got more, too. Sam's a good quarterback, too. Sam Allen. And Brent Gomez does a good job. So, you know, we're prepared. I wish we just had that kind of backup on the offensive and defensive line. Very thin. And one thing that surprised me is that Coach Duke and I talked about last week, Coach, with the numbers on the opposite sideline Normally, Carroll, one of the largest schools in, in uh, Corpus Christi, it obviously has 75, 80 kids. It uh, looks like maybe they have 45, 50. That's Still, about our size. That's not you know, so uh, it's a little surprise to see that from the opposite sideline. Normally, they're much bigger, score, much bigger numbers, and it didn't seem like they had the turnout. Maybe the new coach, but whatever the fact was, they were dominated the whole game, coach. And then at the end of the game, uh, we saw tough. I mean, kids got to read. He, he makes a read and fourth down. I don't want to put nobody back there. I'm going to pick up the first down. I mean, I get all the kids from playing the game. I mean, that's, that's, I know that wasn't something that you called. It's something that the, the quarterbacks taught to read. You have two options and took that option and made a heck of a pass and and I know that I did it that didn't set well with uh, some of the Carol
3: people. Carol people, but. And
1: the coaches. And the coaches. I mean, we could see they were a little just fun, a little unhappy, but you can't, you know what? Boys are taught to play, the whistle was. Both on offense and
3: defense. I, I played
1: uh, Coach Rowan. I
3: said, I did not call that fight, but that's a built-in
1: option for our kicking game. And I said, our quarterback saw it, and it just went, and I would never thought. And, Back at his mind, he'd go for a touchdown. But 43 yards later, Jackson Lanham did in that young one. Boy, he made a heck of a run. He made a heck <laughs> of a move. He's not even a heck of a One guy gets the ball to him. He is an he's a high jumper. He's got a six-foot six high jumper. He's
3: got good speed. And he's 6'4". He's got can't over next
1: kid
3: like that. Hey, what are I'm just saying, uh, I mean, just move or uh, well, if he caught
1: the ball, actually, literally, just kind of is, I hate to use the term, just shook off his socks. Just shook him out of his socks.
3: Uh, made a heck of a move on the defender, and,
1: and you're right. It was, it was, it was there. And the final 48-7 to seven defense played good. That's a series where Carroll got the ball by midfield. They had that the quarterback broke containment. And he had a 15-yard penalty. And there's a running back takes it from nine yards out. But that running back was a really talented athlete. Y'all kept him in check before the nine. Yes, 21 was a good running back. And he uh, got hurt that, uh, in the second half. He was in the second half. He didn't come back in. He went to another and, kid and uh, he went quite to load the, the start of one night. Then Sean, I don't know where he was the running back.
3: We saw him as punter.
1: saw him kick the turn, and we also saw him on defense. I mean, that kid was playing all over the field. a yeah. very good athlete. I give that kid credit. He was a hard runner, and, uh, but, again, the defense did, did a great job of, uh, of waiting and, and really kept him shut down for most of the night. had 16 carries for 73 yards with one touchdown, but, Again, I uh, really have a great running back that we kept in check. Yeah, I mean, probably heard this morning than else.
3: I mean, uh,
1: Walker kid they didn't get anything. This kid this kid broke a lot of tackles. That's the difference. Walker didn't break tackles. This kid broke tackles. Then when we got home to him, this kid dragged Well, yeah. In some ways, okay. he dragged two or four of us, for two or three more yards. So, his effort and his
3: heart was there. So I, I commend the kid that running back.
1: Offense didn't put up a lot of yards, so it's 279, but short into the field. We talked yeah. about special
3: talked uh, about controlling
1: it, and really just about every single possession started on our side of the uh, 50-yard line, so you're not going to have a lot of yardage. You're not going to have a lot of first downs. 48 points on the board. We only had uh, 14 first downs, 118 yards rushing, 161 yards passing. which so was really good passing in you know, the first couple of weeks. Uh, I don't think we had more than 25 yards passing in the first two games. Good. They, I blitz this and our offensive line was young. You know, they're, they're still left
3: behind here. We, we're getting better every week with our offensive line and their pass blocking.
1: That's, that's tough for high
3: school kids. Like, they're going to move the feet and,
1: you know, and stay in running of the Earlier
3: in the season, we, we
1: lost that battle. And like Mercedes, Mercedes sent more kids than we can block. Johnson at times would, but a lot of times they, didn't, they would play the pass and then not send it to the kids. And also, our receivers are recognizing when they're what we call called running hot routes. If they come off and go man-to-man, there are certain routes they need to run according to how that's been. So, yeah, we're getting a little bit better at all that. I think that's <laughs> a good one. It's <laughs> the uh, beginning of the season. They're attacking, swarming the ball, offense, you've got to get that timing, you've got to get the pass block, everybody has got to running and back, have to be able to hit the hole, find the hole, wait for the hole. So, again, it's Mid-season. So it's starting to get out, you've got your quarterback, it's good to see the progression. The first couple of weeks, a little frustrating, uh, just because the know they have the talent, and it just wasn't clutching. But Now, you're starting to see them come together, and you're starting to look like a good football team. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm excited about this last half of the season. I think, you know, if we stay healthy, we can... tonight, so I'm hoping I don't have to do this solo. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, and I didn't make any adjustments We sound okay. I can hear you. Test, 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 test. Right there. I can hear you the best when you right there. Test, test, how's that? Test, 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 test. Test, 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 test. Testing, one,
0: two, how's that?
2: Yeah, that sounds good right there. All right, man. Thank you. down in five, four, three, two, one. Good evening, ladies and
1: gentlemen. Welcome to the uh, first Victoria Bank pregame show. Coming to you live from Northwest Corpus Christi, Phil Danaher Field. I'm Mike Grill. Still uh, kind of keeping up my color, man. I uh, haven't quite seen uh, Coach Duke yet, but uh, we do have our statistician, Coach Mike Brotherton, and uh, he's going to be busy with the stats. So, Coach, you're welcome to put the headset on. And, and do double duty tonight, if you feel like you can, and, and just jump in anytime you'd like to say something. Coach Brotherson welcome to the show.
3: Thank you. Uh,
1: I'll tell you one thing, though. Uh, I don't know how far I'll get to go with my voice. I've been kind of golfing, I think, every 10 minutes all week long, and uh, so the voice is very limited tonight. <laughs> you go. Can... Well, Coach, so tonight's the battle of the New walked Wildcats coming off a big win last week against the uh, Carroll Tigers, where really, it was, it was... Nice to see them dominate in all the phases of the game. But really, the, the guys in the trenches don't get a lot of recognition. But uh, you know, uh, Dwayne Waddell, uh, Weston Jr., Brian Everett, uh, Carson Tips, and then Sam Gentry just really dominated that line of scrimmage, uh, gave the running back some lane, and then really, played, particularly the quarterbacks, did a really good job. And then on the, on the defensive side, you know, Camisi uh Justice Escobar, Roland Gonzalez, uh, you know, just did a great job, but also with. Uh, uh, was it, uh, I'm trying to think of the young man that came in late in the game that uh, was substituting. In 63, uh, Jeremy Engelhard, I believe, is a uh, young man. Uh, just that front line just did a great job on the defensive side. So I like to give those guys some credit. They don't get in the newspaper. They don't get the, uh, a lot of the highlights. But those are the guys that got the work done for us last week. Yeah, they're they're uh, you know they're starting to pick it up and and uh, you know now that we're getting into our zone. Uh, district player, I think it's going to continue to to go that way. Of course, tonight against TM, um, continue to see them improve and uh, get better. And
3: uh,
1: I think we should dominate. Of course, uh, you always say that against TM, but surprisingly enough, it seems like every time we come out, at least that first quarter, you kind of sit there and go, "Okay, what's happening? What's going on here?" Uh, Maybe we took them a little bit too light, but, uh, you know, we always turn around and end up uh, taking care of business in the long run. Well, Midway has always played us great over the years. Again, this is uh, now a program that's being uh, led by Coach Boone, who is a former uh, Midway Warrior. Uh, they came up with a big win last week over Moody. They are 1-0 in uh, conference play. Uh, so they're starting to feel pretty good, and any time they play these Wildcats, it's always a great matchup between these two communities. And uh, just looking forward to it. a great game tonight between these two communities. We talked about it in the pregame. These kids, uh, you know, play the little league baseball. They they go to church together. They hang out at the movies. But you know, like Coach say it's not a war. It's just a game, but it's a good like, uh, a good rivalry game where these two communities come together, play hard for uh, you know sixty minutes, Coach. And at the end of the night, the winner walks away. Or I'm sorry, forty eight minutes, and uh, you know you'll have a winner. And, and again, Coach Tanner mentioned, I think for thirty 50 years in a row that little brown jug has been put up in that trophy case. But uh, again, don't ever uh, discredit these uh, Warriors. They are they're a tough team. They're always going to be a tough team, you know. It's, it's just, it's like you say, it's that rivalry that we have. It, we're not far apart from each other. And, and, you know, whenever you've got something like that, these kids, uh, you, you know, they're going to be friends after the game. But, you know, while they're out there in the trenches, they're going to get after it and challenge one another to see who can be the best in the area. you go, got parents' night tonight here at Field. Beautiful weather, 82 degrees on a Friday night. Wind blowing out of the northeast six miles per hour, gusting up to about 13. Nowhere uh, as it was last week uh, when we played Carroll. It's a beautiful Friday night. Fall temperatures—just uh, a great night for football. As we will come back, we'll talk more about tonight's matchup. We'll talk more about the district. A lot more to come at you right here on the first Victoria Bank Pregame Show. Right here on thirteen sixty
0: KKTX.
2: Hey, where do you get your? Where do you look at your scores from? Um,
1: I have an app on my phone that's called. Uh, uh, Fox Southwest Football Friday.
2: Okay, it, I don't know. If, I don't know if
1: you can probably give. Do, uh, I don't know if they have an actual website on the internet, but uh, you know, another one that's not bad is if you go to Caller Times, but they don't update very often.
2: Yeah, that's that's why I didn't want to look at Caller Times because theirs is always behind. You're right; it is always behind. I was looking at U, the, the was it the UStream Sports that's like on Channel Ten and them. But huh? like they don't have all the games. Like so I'm trying to like they don't have the flower bluff game on here, so I'm like, okay, let me see where y'all get you Yeah,
1: no, I have an app, like I said, and I just really focus on our district, but I like that you you know, with, with the other ones, you're actually picking up some of the surrounding games, which is really nice. So uh any other app could or any other website that's, you could That's pretty much it. That's, yeah, I mean, I'm using the same one, so
2: can, can you text me that, that name of that app again?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna tell I'll see if I, can, I don't even know if I can uh, Give me a text, because so I'm actually going to have to go back on, and I'll text it to you.
2: Okay, coming down in 5, 4,
1: 3, 2, 1. All right, welcome back to the uh, first Victoria Bank pregame show. Coming to you live on a Friday night, primetime crew coming in. I'm Mike Grill, alongside Coach Mike Brotherton, our uh, statistician. Our uh, producer tonight is uh, Travis Pettis, who's going to be helping us out with our uh, Rabelais signing scoreboard, keeping you updated all the scores throughout the area. I'd like to remind everybody you can also listen to tonight's broadcast on our website at www.catiradio.com. Uh, we're trying to give you the Twitter updates. Just so many minutes So listen. If you want to call in uh, from your cell phone, we have a direct connect phone line at 724 898 724-898-7823. The audio will come directly to your cell phone. And uh, I'd like to I'd like to thank Travis uh, Pettis, who's going to be helping us out, our producer and uh, coach uh, Mike Berzontin, our statistician, is filling in as our color commentator. Uh, Coach Ryan Duke, uh, obviously, you know, maybe under the weather. Not sure. We're trying to uh, locate him, but Coach, we're going to do our job no matter what tonight, either you know, with or without uh, Coach Duke. We yeah. Hope uh, to hear from him here shortly. I've been asking around the coaches that are coming up now, and some of them are even questioning whether they even saw him in school today. So he, uh, yeah, he may be under the weather and uh, under the covers, knocked out or something you know, right man, now. There's that. Uh, Kind of that bug going around that's uh, been kind of hitting the community. But whatever the case, Coach, tonight, um, Wildcats, you know, we talk about these two districts, separate zones, you know, trying to get uh, moving forward. Coach Zanahar talked earlier. Two quarterbacks that are, are really starting to compete well. Duff has done a really good job for us uh, over the last couple of weeks. Going in for uh, Gage Lamb. Gage Lamb is healthy. But anytime you're coming off that high ankle sprain, it doesn't hurt to give him that additional week of rest. And I think that's what we're going to see again tonight. But uh, last week, Coach, uh, you know, if you look at Duff's numbers, what did we have last week on the uh, passing game? Uh, you know, well, yeah, Duff, he's, uh, you know, it's like you said, there's, there's no reason right now for Lamb really to come in. Uh, let's go ahead and get all the way healthy as, you know, as, as possible. Uh, rest that ankle off. Duff's doing a good job in their form right now. So, uh, last week he was 6 for 13, 161 yards, and, and uh, threw for two TDs as well. As rushing 11 for 16 yards and sworn at TD as well. Looks, looks really comfortable, though, Coach. you a kid who really didn't play in the preseason, didn't take a snap uh, in the first couple of games. Really just has come in and, and really led this team, and he has this team believing in him. He's uh, leading the offense. You can really just tell he's taking command of this offense. And our passing game has really taken shape over the last uh, three weeks uh, with Duff at the quarterback position. Uh, yes, especially when you look at those stats last week when you see passing for 161. Rushing was only at
3: 118. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: short, short sure. end of the field and, and you know, and, and throwing the ball more. We haven't had 161 yards in a long time. Well, I was talking to Coach Banner, first two games, I don't think we totaled more than 25 yards, and our leading receiver was actually our quarterback in both yes. of those games. So, not a good sign, but we are coming to you live on a Friday night. Phil Banner, Field on a beautiful Friday night. I'd like to thank everybody for being with us at home, at work, in your car, Thanks for taking time out of your Friday night to be with us. Uh, again, bringing you play-by-play action, not only tonight, but throughout the season. Next week, the Wildcats will travel to Gregory Portland. Following week, we have Alice, Ray. There's still a lot of football to be played, Coach. We still really have the bulk of the, the meat of our schedule coming up, uh, but the boys are getting healthy, and some tough games coming up here for the Wildcats. Yeah, we do. And, you know, and I think with that district, you know, of course, the hype right now is Ray and Alice out there, both 4-0. Uh, having their game tonight, uh, opening up that, uh, their their start of the district as well. Uh, so, you know, we got those two to look forward to. And, and you know, from here on out, it's going to be tough uh, to finish out and, uh, you know, make sure we get in the final uh, final playoff spot, to hopefully going for the number one and number two in the, in the uh, district play. Well, that was believe I uh Coach Sander and I were talking about it's going to be the actual district playoff. It's going to be the last game in season. Uh, which would be week 11, game 10. It's kind of weird to say week 11, but we have a zero week. That game, we uh, really don't know where it be played at. We don't know if it'll be played at the CCID Sports Complex. That hasn't been determined yet. Bucks Stadium, maybe Capitals. But uh, again, that will be the last game of the season to determine these playoff spots between this, this wacky district, though You know, two zones. But I can tell you what, we haven't had, hardly traveled at all this year, and I'm not complaining. No, no, uh, that, that's a good part about it. Uh, you know, the only complaint we have right now is just walking up our stairs and wishing there was an elevator <laughs> down at the bottom. 72 steps up to the press box. I've been doing it for many years, and it doesn't get any easier. 36 steps above. We are the home crowd tonight, overlooking the home stand. Wildcats are the home team, coming in with a maroon shirts, maroon paint, white materials, with a white head UV the traditional cat logo on their hands. They're lined up to our left-hand side. Teloso Midway is the visiting team across the field from us. Uh, They've yet to come out of the uh, visitor walking room. Uh, they are tra- uh, wearing their traveling uniforms, white shirts, white pants. And Coach you and I talked about it a while ago. The numbers are going to be very difficult to see tonight. They're almost uh, like a, a very light maroon and outlined in gold. Uh, That's yeah, you know, just colors. And it, it, it's very, very difficult. So we will do our best to give credit to the uh, Tolosa Midway players. I'd also like to thank Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith, who's out here listening tonight, has his hand up in the air. Mr. Smith, a long time listener has been a Wildcat fan for many years. Mr. Smith, thank you for being with us on a Friday night. Always coming out to the game, bringing his headset. One of the biggest Wildcat fans that uh, I've had the pleasure of knowing for many years. Mr. Smith, there we are. Turn around and wave up to the press box. Enjoy having Joe tipping his hat out of Mr. Smith. A long-time Wildcat listener. Again, we do appreciate it. At least we know we have one person. There. There's, There's one. one out there listening There's to at us. least one. <laughs> so We're listening to the uh, first Victoria Bay pregame show. We'll come back. We'll talk more
0: football right here on 1360 KKTX.
2: message
0: you I got you right here I'm going to send it to you right now it's
2: called Fox
0: Sports Friday night
2: thank you I appreciate
0: it no problem bro. calling this week six? Yes, it is week six, huh? Yeah, week six for the wow. shows. Want oh. to turn the light on? No, that's fine. Coming down in five, four, three, two, one. All right. Welcome we'll back
1: to the uh, first Victoria bank pregame show coming to you live from Phil Van Field Van Herfield on a Friday night. Again, we mentioned temperatures at 82 degrees, wind blowing out of the northeast at uh, six miles per hour. Not going to be a factor. Nice to be at home. 624 to our right hand side, school board to our left hand side. Now the, uh, the sports facilities coach You can see the lights coming out on the, I call it the cat dome. Everybody calls it the Dome, but it's, I call it the cat dome and then a the practice facility. Over to our left-hand side, just a beautiful Friday night. Clear skies. We uh, couldn't ask for better weather here on a Friday night. Uh, you know, between these two communities, the Warriors are making their way on the field. And I believe there's a maroon kind of type helmet. as well. I can't see the logo that they have on the side of their helmet. They are led by Coach uh, Brian Boone. Uh, Warriors come in with a 1-3 overall record. 1-0 in district play. Again, the big win last week over Corpus Christi Moody they played played uh, Laredo Nixon, Rob Sound, Corpus Christi
3: King,
2: and uh,
1: last week the big win over Corpus Christi. Midi. Wildcats, the other hand coach, started off their season as uh, we uh, hosted Mercedes. Uh, that game was um, at Mercedes. We took on San Antonio Johnson, uh, Corpus Christi King, Corpus Christi Carroll, and then tonight, Telosu Midway, week six of the season. Man, this season's gone by quick, and here we are on a Friday night doing it all over again. Uh, based on some of the games that are going to be taking place throughout the season, uh, the district tonight, uh, uh, throughout the district. Corpus Christi mm-hmm. Carroll's taking on Moody High School. Miller taking on Gregory Portland. Various uh, Mission Memorial uh, taking on Flower Bluff. Ray High School, that's a big matchup. Ray taking on Alice again, seen uh, played at Memorial Stadium in Alice. And of course, right here, Tolosa Midway taking on Cal Alam. Teams, as uh, Coach President to mention, Ray and Alice coming in at 4 0. I understand, though, uh, Alice suffered a big loss. They lost their running back last week to a torn ACL. Uh, that young man's been lost for the season. We wish him a speedy recovery. But again, anytime you go to Alice, that's probably one of the toughest places to play. So they will have their hands full tonight in Alice. Oh yeah, they will. You know, that was one thing we talked about yesterday with the junior high staff. Uh, after we got out of practice, we you know saw the uh, on I guess it was Channel Three, or Channel Six. One of them, one of those sports reports showing Alice and talking about the big game. Uh, and they actually had interviewed him, and and you know the way his interview went, you kind of thought that he might be playing tonight.
3: <laughs> well, been,
1: we were you know a little misled, going well. We heard that he got hurt, but yet yeah, there he is right there at practice. And of course, you know it's only headshot, so you can't can't see anything else to see if he's wearing a boot or or you know what's going on with him. So,
3: well, whatever the case,
1: hopefully a speedy recovery. Hopefully he's well and can play tonight. Again, those were again that was just uh, some of the talks going around as you're in the locker room, walking around some of the community talking about the big matchup, and, and that was one of the uh, things that was mentioned. Again, big matchup tonight over in. Uh, and Alice, uh, also our producer Travis Pettis is going to help us out with our scoreboard. He'll be working hard in the uh, in the box back at the uh, studio. We're coming to you live from Philadelphia, Herfield. I'm Mike Grill alongside Coach Mike Brotherton, our uh, color commentator. Coach Ryan Duke, I guess, maybe under the weather. Some of the coaching staff has mentioned that uh, I don't believe they've even seen him at the uh, maybe at school today. We wish him a speedy recovery. As well, uh, uh, Coach Duke, if you're in, miss you, buddy, and hope to get well. And hopefully, we'll see you again next week for sure, but until tonight. It's Wildcats versus Warriors. Battle of the Little Brown Jug. Both teams lined up at their 35-yard line facing each other as the uh, national anthem is being played. We're just moments away from the opening kickoff. Uh, A great matchup between these two communities. Blackout uh, tonight here at the Wildcats Field. Last week, we had the uh, law enforcement recognition. We had the police department, uh, the school members from the sheriff's department, Uh, and uh, just a great tribute to the the men of our community who uh, go out there and serve our community protect and serve, and again, tonight it is blackout for the bands uh, Parent night. Uh, I'm the parents. I mean, Coach, I was lying. Uh, we just talked about it. it looked like about 60 yards with the parents. Uh, yes, yeah, plenty. There was plenty of parents there uh, to represent, but always a, a great night of uh, of uh, sportsmanship here as the uh, band is lined to our right, playing the National Anthem. We're going to take our final break. We'll be back with the opening kickoff of tonight's matchup between the Calino Wildcats and the Peloso Midway Warriors. So listen to the First Victoria pre
0: pregame show on thirteen sixty, KKTX. Did we get all our breaks in, uh, Travis?
2: Say it again. Did we get all our breaks in? Yes, this is the the first quarter break we're going into already right now.
1: Okay, cool. We'll try to keep ahead. Now this is gonna probably be a running game on base part.
2: Gotcha. I Coming down in
0: five, four, three, two, one. Welcome
1: back to the first Victoria Bank pregame show. Both teams have made their way onto the field, and coach, one of the things you keep continue to see throughout not only the district, throughout the, the high school is the big blow-up run through, you know. You know, back in the day, uh, I'm going to date myself. We used to have the paper run through. Break it, break that paper. You know, break that paper up. The cheerleaders would pick it up. They paint it all week. They spent hours and hours painting it, coming up with a team, and it just took seconds to, to tear it up and leave it on the field. Now we've gone to more of the uh, vinyl-type, uh, cloth-type of the Velcro, which is something that the Wildcats have done for many years. And that's one of the things that hasn't changed, is the uh, tradition that comes with the program that uh, Coach Stan and her brought And, uh, it's great to see that the Wildcats have been able to maintain what they brought here so many years ago. Haven't gone the inflatable run through. Uh, it's something nice that we've uh, be, been able to maintain. Wildcats uh is about to make their way onto the field. The Tolosa Midway Warrior captains are across the field. Um, Coach Feverton, too, can help us out with the um, Warrior uh, captains, and I'll see if I can get the uh, Wildcats. Number 23 is going to be Austin Weinshard. Number one is John Gaddis. Number five for the uh, Wildcats is Forrest Crisp, and Number eight is Gage Lamb, your senior quarterback. Those are the captains for the Cattle Wildcats. Uh, I can give you numbers and not do it at the same time looking down, but number say. 79. 79 would be Jacob Rodriguez. Three. Number three, Mark Calderon. Number five, Adrian Pena. And looks like number seven. Number seven is Javier Saldivar. That just kind of shows you how difficult it is just to read the numbers on the captains' jerseys. I again, mean, we'll do our best to bring you uh, and give the recognition to some Midway players that uh, you know very well-deserved and to give them the recognition. But these numbers and these new jerseys and uh, all these new Nike-style uh, formats are going really, to make it really difficult uh, when you're trying to call the game up in the uh, press box. But uh, those are your captains for tonight, Wildcat captains. Uh, seniors, looks like they're lined up at the, uh, at the yard mark along with Pellosa Midway co captains. Uh, again, only four captains allowed to go to the middle of the field. Each team has sent co captains up to the yard mark. The uh, coin toss has taken place. The officials uh, on the field looking over to the uh, walk at uh, captain number eight, Gage Slam. Slam talking it over with his players. Looks like the Wildcats are going to be uh, shifting over to the uh, north end zone on the left hand side. Pelosa Midway has, uh, looks like, have won the toss. They have elected to receive. They will receive to the south end zone. And Cal Allen will be kicking off left to right on your radio dial. So the Wildcats will defend north end zone. Also, Midway will receive and drive right to left. Coach, I'm uh, also going to make a statement early turning that ball and uh, trying, to, you know, trying to put that offense on the field to see what they can do tonight. There's several things, that, you know, they're going to try to do that. And then you know, it depends how they're looking at it. You know, they can just try to, because they're going to have a round game anyway and try to, you know, spend as much clock as they can as well with that ball. Wind will not be a factor tonight, as Coach Danner mentioned. Anytime you have wind, it only affects one team. You don't mind the rain, you don't mind the cold, because both teams have to play in those type conditions. But wind can always affect uh, not only the uh, the uh, trajectory of the of football in the passing game, uh, obviously aids in the kicking game, the punting game, and just uh, you know, really, it, it could create havoc for the team that has it as an advantage. And uh, so tonight definitely will not be a factor as we saw last week. Tonight's going to be a great night for football. It is uh, the wind. You know, you look on one end over there by 624, the flag's blowing just a little. Uh, the United uh, you know, States flag, Texas flag on the other end is just barely flying. Number eighty-three will tee it up for the Wildcats. It's Thomas Quintana. He just uh, pulled up a couple of weeks ago from the soccer uh, team, and he's done a great job for the Wildcats, really starting to kick the ball well. Back deep into Los Midway, again, we're trying to get the numbers for you. 14 and looks like 32. 14 and 32, and we are off. High in over in kick. This one's going to be taken at the five-yard line. Going to the last side is number 32, trying to get around the outside edge, and a nice one-arm tackle. Looks like he's at number seven. I believe that's number seven. Lawrence Mann on the special teams coverage. Number 32 was the return man, Rogelio Hernandez. And Rogelio is not going to get much on that one. They're going to start to drive. Looks to be at about the uh maybe the twelve yard line coach. I got you some help. Looking here, we got a special guest today. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm going over the stats. Right. <laughs> First yeah. down attempt camp for the uh, Telosa Midway Warriors. Yeah. They run the uh like a wing team. We'll split one line uh, out wide to the left, slot receiver also lined up. Quarterback Mark called it on. Hands off to the first man, who coming on the left side, and not much room on the left side uh, for the uh, Tulsa Midway running back. Coach Campaign, welcome back. Uh, no stranger to the program. You helped us out a couple of years ago. Yes, sir. And now you find yourself back with a headset. Welcome back and uh, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Glad to be back. Been a little while. Get a to talking on the radio again. There
3: you go.
1: Second down, and uh, we'll call it 8-11. Midway Warriors, first possession of the game. Raleigh, quarterback, hands it off to the left-hand side. Again, defense coming up, making a nice play. a 12, Sam Allen in there to help out from the uh, safety spot. And, uh, not much room there for Tulsa Midway. Maybe about a four-yard game, Coach. They bring up a third down, a long third down, and six. Yes, run well, we warriors call 49 out of our offense. So, both guards the left side there, try to lead up and, and uh, kick out and lead up with those guards. Nice, run. nice job of coming up and stepping the run. Third down play or the Warriors. If you can for the Wildcats, on the front line, Kenny Saliati, Justin Escobar, and Roland Gonzalez, be the linebackers in secondary here shortly. Also, again, this direction, trying to uh, trap on the backside and not much room at all. Coach, maybe a yard. It's going to bring up fourth down and five. John Datter, Sam Allen are your safeties. Philip Wigley and Forrest Chris are your corners. Uh, Brent Broaden, Pete Thomas, Race Deal, and Lawrence Mann are your linebackers tonight. That's your starting defense. Done a great job here on broadcast. Austin Weisart, number 23, will drop back to receive. He's going to stand at about his 45-yard line. And a punt formation for the Tulsa Midway Warriors. Trying to get that number on that punter. that point? These numbers for me are just really difficult to yeah, see. They are. No uniform makes it tough to. Exactly, tell you what it is. Low snap, 15, does get it away, takes the bounce right at midfield. Going to take a warrior bounce to about the 44, continues to roll, and this one will stop at the 44 yard line where the Wildcats will have their first possession of the game. It'll be interesting to see where we start out in week two or uh, Greg just starting squared right
0: now.
2: The quarterback's
1: going to be tonight. Gage Lamb is healthy. Duff has done a good job leading the offense, so it does look like it's going to be number eight coming up tonight. Bade Slam will uh, come back, and he is healthy, and he will lead this offense on his first drive at the uh, cost a 44-yard line, four hash marks. Lockhead's driving from uh, left to right on your radio dial. You are starting out in a spread offense. A wide receiver set, and motions across the line of scrimmage. I'm looking, looking downfield, looking for his wide receiver, hits him on the hand, and it's incomplete. Big Number 82, Jackson Lanham, who uh, made the nice catch last week for the touchdown, had that one in his hands, Coach, just when they weren't able to bring it in. That's uh, not a bad play by the back He was still running a rake that right on, try to get off the ball. So, he forced the ball is looking around. Not a bad from Gage Lanham, who uh, really hadn't seen action in, in several weeks. Several weeks, yes, sir. Andrew Andrew kept him out for a while. Good team bag. Should, should be a good warm-up game for him, getting prepared for Ray next week. Looks like they're going to rotate. Colton Duff now has taken over at quarterback number 10. Shotgun formation, running back standing to his left. And off to number 40, Alec Brown coming to the right side. Brown has midfield, still driving his feet. And Alec is going to get to about the 45-yard line where it will be a first down for the Calhoun Wildcats. That's what a we call a racer. And uh, the inside receiver, and, and it's in motion. And that uh, lead block with the wide receivers out on the side. Good game, 11 yards. Brown did a nice job of letting those blockers set up and just kind of followed them. Coach kind of put that hand on that back Perfect. hip and just kind of followed his, his lineman. And that's that's a good thing to teach young back, you know, to Teach him a little patience and wait for that hole to open up and then hit the hole real quick. All wide receivers. Wise hard motions across the line of scrimmage. Again, hand off to Brown. Down on the left side, skipping, dancing. And he's
0: going to run forward for seven yards up the middle and he'll bring up second down and three. I'll get front line on the uh, starting offense, uh, number 66. Wayne
1: Waddell is your left tackle. Number 64, Sam Gentry is your right tackle. Guards tonight, 74, Weston Jewelick. Number 55, Carson Tips is your right guard. And your center is number 54, Ryan Everett. Now I'll take some snaps. I've been formation coming as receiver on the near side, and that one's going to drip this. Down a little bit high on the wide receiver. It will drop incomplete. I see who the receiver was. Is that Number fourteen, maybe, I, coach? I can't do it real time, real quick. <laughs> I believe it is number yes, fourteen, Caden Floyd, yes, sir. the intended yeah. receiver on that pass. Brings up third down and a long three. My time the timing on the pass is fast, slow, and we're a bit too high. couldn't get up high enough to catch. Junior quarterback
0: number
1: ten, Colton out. Four wide receivers, twin split to each side. Isart, again, motions across the line of scrimmage, takes a handoff, going across the left side. eight needed three. Looks like he picked up about six, coach, and that'll move the change on the first down. We start right, that same play, except to the left from the race earlier. That's what we call a lap. We're going to play to the left. He got thirds, and they will gain that like six yards for the first. Opening drive for the Calhoun Wildcats. Driving left to right on your radio dial. 8:22 in the opening quarter. Also, Midway took the opening kickoff. Defense held to three and it out. They were forced to
3: punt. OK,
1: started this drive on the 44-yard line. They spread about. out. Four wide receivers. Options play. Dop coming around the near side. Tosses it. Brown Trying to get around the corner. And loses the splitting coach. It looked like he was trying to get that outside edge. Just uh, kind of rolled his ankle a little bit there, but uh, looks like he's okay, but the picking up about two yards in the play, second down and eight. Yeah, it was a good run he got there, but that cornerback did a good job of fighting off the block, coming up trying to make a tackle, and I tried to stiff on him down when he did. He just lost his balance and had to step out of bounds. Well if not, he would have been in the end zone, probably. Jackson Lanham, line left along with number 23, Austin Wisehart. Number one, John Gaddis, trips up to the top, single wide out down low. And off Alec Brown going on the left side. Brown trying to get around that edge. Gets around that corner and he'll pick up the first down inside the 20 yard line. That'll move the chains.
0: So far, we've been able to get to the outside pretty easily. we at least six to 10 yards every time we get the edge out there. It's good to play for us. 14. Caden Floyd checks back in at the wide out. Wildcats continue
1: to spread them out. Four wide receivers. Shotgun formation. Allen Brown uh, stands to the left side of Duff. Duff, fake looking, looking for the end zone. Pump takes again. Now we'll step up and we're going <clears> to <throat> maybe get a yard on the play, maybe back to the line of scrimmage, Coach. But he was looking downfield, kept his eyes downfield the whole time. Yes, sir. And that uh, receiver, that uh, defensive back, made great coverage. It wasn't anywhere what he got with the ball, so he pulled it down and just got what he could. That's, that's, that's good for a junior quarterback. You don't want him to get too antsy and throw something up. that might get picked off. There's nothing wrong with just, uh, you know, like you said, eating it and running to right. play. Don't make a mistake. Don't, uh, don't, don't try to force something. It's a nice play there by Duff. Yes, sir. Trips to the near side. Single wide up, for the top. 7 4 remaining here in the opening quarter. Duff takes a handoff. Now following his blocks, Thanks. trying to get around the right side runs over a would be defender inside the 10-yard line. He'll step out of bounds at about the eight. Coach, Duff, Say what? He's not afraid to put that hammer down and lower that shoulder. No, sir. And that's a, that's a great thing from, from anybody carrying the ball. Don't don't dance. Just get what you can get when they come making pay for it, trying to even come tackle you and make them think about it. Next time, maybe he'll move out of the way and let him run. Normally, the defense lays the blow. That time, Duff definitely yes, uh, putting the uh, hit on the uh, defender, knocking him backwards. First down and goal inside the 10-yard line. Ball resting at the 8, near hash mark. All-wide receivers. Shotgun formation for Duff. Running back standing to his left. Back on the way. Eight. Now they're going to run a little slant pattern. trying to is going to be complete. Then number 1, I believe it is. John Gaddis on the uh, touchdown reception. 8-yard touchdown play from Colton Duff to John Gaddis. And 6.51 remaining in the opening quarter. Wildcats on the board with six points early. That was a very good slant route out of John. Quick hitter. A defensive back playoff just enough to where he can run that slant route and get inside leverage. And a uh, great pass. And John right in the hands could ask for a better play. Extra point coming up. Duff will hold. Contreras looks like number 83 will come in and uh, hold for the uh, kicker. High snap. Duff, all he can do is right. We yell uh, fire, looking, looking for his tight uh, mm-hmm. end, and he's going to hit him. That's number 82 on the uh, two-point conversion. That's Jackson Lanham. And I uh, think what, Coach of Fire drill run to perfection. Perfectly. this, uh, the, uh, the mid-handler's hat, rode around for a second, but picked it up, rolled to his right. Jackson Lanham just leads the into the end zone on the backside. A little throwback there. we just, just we're for that rock ah, to perfection, excuse me. 651 left <laughs> to go. Wildcats eight, Warriors zero. We'll
0: be back. We're going to walk football on 1360 KKTX. Coach, I may have some cough drops. I think I may have some in my bag. Hey, Travis, we're going to start talking. Just go ahead and play your break, okay? Okay.
1: Better 6-0 for the already. Wow. Now it's about 7-0. Contreras. High pooch kick. fair catch, signaled by number 22 for the Warriors. That's Dylan Giles and uh, Tolosa Midway will have great field position. Coach, I don't know if that was uh, intentional or if he just kind of maybe didn't hit that one properly. Well, he probably just got a little far under the ball and drove it up. I mean, they, they do have a pretty decent returner. That may have been on purpose, but it looked like he didn't want – they were a bit shorter than he really liked to kick it, usually at least 20 to 25 yards. They only went about 15 First down starting chance is going to be spotted at the 31-yard line and also midway. We'll start this drive. Led by their quarterback, number three, Mark Pyle, on. And it looks like Peloso wants to talk about it. As they talk about it, we'll take a timeout with them. Wildcats 8, Warriors 0. We'll be back with more
0: Wildcat football on 1360 KGTX. Thank you. Um, hey, Travis, we're going to start talking.
2: Okay.
0: After the timeout, Telosio Midway lines up under center. Two backs in the
1: backfield. I've been back looking for a wide receiver here in a near flat. He's going to drop and complete. That's number two. He's taking over at quarterback for the uh, Tolosa Middle Warriors. That's John Garcia. Oh, I Right is number two, John Garcia. The running back is number three. So Garcia is the quarterback tonight for the uh, Warriors. A young man, freshman. That's a big load for a freshman to carry tonight. Boone, developing a young quarterback. The theme of the game is really what changes, Coach
3: Cat Lane. It's I'm just you know, really
1: a big difference from the freshman level to the. You know, Jv and then play playing on a Friday night.
3: So, that is to the young
1: man. Hand off over to the right side. So, also, midway picks up maybe a couple of yards in the play. That's going to bring up a, a third down. We'll call it seven yards to go. You're exactly right. It is a lot of speed. You think about that young man last year, he was playing eighth grade football. Uh, a top transition. You know, again, just a, a testament and a credit to the young man. Uh you know, really, uh, really starting to just grow up on a Friday night. Uh, you get, you know, kind of thrown in there, but. Credit to sure. Garcia, John Garcia, freshman quarterback for the uh, Tolosa Midway Warriors. Throw down and long, two tight ends set. Running back, three yards deep. Handoff, trying to go to the right side, nothing there. Running back, slipped on the turf, coach, and uh, Tolosa Midway, loss of her maybe two yards. That one tackled behind the line of scrimmage, and I believe that was number seven, Javier Saldivar, on the run there for Tulsa Midway. Well, they're in tight, what we call a slot two, and they're trying to run that sweep. and force Chris that corner, stepped up. And he, that uh, runner tried to cut underneath him and just lost his footing. He didn't have anywhere else to go. 75, will check back in. Roland uh, Gonzalez, 63. Englehart checks out. Honor, this one's got a piece of it. 20, looked like he may have tipped it, and I believe he did, coach. 20 <laughs> is uh, Devin Newkirk and the uh, punter was trying to roll to his right to get away, but uh, Newkirk able to get his hands on it and blocks the punt. Yes, sir, and that's a negative two-yard punt. That's not very good. You didn't change any kind of field position there. You just lost your action on a punt. That really hurts your defense, Put your defense in a very tough situation. They're already backed up. Now they're all the way back up to a 27 now. 27-yard line, short in the field for the Wildcats. let see who's come back out. Is that that Duff or is that Lamb? Running back lined up to the right. Trips, split up top, single one out down low. Duff looking, trying to hit as the receiver crossing the field. That was number one, John Gaddis, the intended receiver. Duff just a little bit behind on the intended receiver. A little bit behind there, but John, I had to step on that corner I was chasing across the field on that drag right. Boy, if he puts that ball out front, he might go score. Backing down and 10 for the Wildcats. Great field position after the uh, special teams, and that was one of the things we talked about early in the season, Coach Camp Plain, and the special teams. We really struggled in the first couple of weeks, weren't building punt, missing extra points, uh, letting balls get by us, and here you see tonight, uh, early, early on with the uh, blocked punt. a uh, great job by the special teams turning things around. So, second down and 10, Tripp's foot up top. Duff looking downfield, looking for his uh, wideout to the right side with 14, and that was going to be overthrown trying to hit Kate Floyd on the pattern here, right in front of us, coach, and uh, just, to over, just kind of over-let it. A little over there, yes, sir. That's, we ran trips to the wide side and had single coverage on the backside of that formation, so we took take a shot with that one receiver, hoping he can beat that defensive back. But you're absolutely correct about special teams. that plays a vital role, and, we lost a, a special teams coach in Voskins well, last year, and, and we have new coaches that taking that over. It just took a few weeks to get transition, transitioned over to the new coach's style of uh, play. Yeah, look at look at for Wisehart. Weisshart had his hand up in the air. Wisehart was wide open. Rob's going to tuck it. He's going to try to roll. Gets away from a would be tackler. Now pushed out of bounds at the 20. Wisehart was wide open, streaking down the middle of the road, coach, but yeah. also had to lost him anyway. Just, didn't, yeah, uh, just couldn't spot him. He had a uh, defensive lineman in his face, so he couldn't see him, and he had to roll out. And uh, by the time he rolled out, everybody was covered, so he, he got what he could. That's a good gain of about five yards. Puts us in a fourth-and-five situation. I would believe we'll probably gonna go for this here because we're too far for a field goal and, and uh, just too close to the end zone to try and punt the ball. Defense has done a great job. 82 is going to split wide up top. That's the big wide receiver, Jackson Lamb. And about 6'4". four, round. That's to the left. Duff looking, spinning around, now looking downfield, looking for his big wide receiver. Again, um, hits him in a hand, Coach, and uh, Lanham was open. He was behind the secondary, and Duff, it wasn't, a, it wasn't it was an a easy play, but, but uh, it was a good pass and just incomplete. a midway, way, Warriors, not giving up any points on that possession. Well, remaining in the first quarter. That's, uh, that's a tough little drive there. We only gained about five to uh, six yards in our four plays. Right, a couple of good shots towards the end zone. We just got to come down with that football. Ball's resting uh, right at the 21 yard line for Tolosa Midway. 4.57, Wildcat leading 8 0 over at Tolosa Midway. John Garcia, quarterback for the uh, Warriors, lined up for center. And motions across the line, hands off to the uh, running back, and he's going to be met. After about a two yard gain by the uh, linebackers, number, I believe it's number 24, Raythe Beal, and then the safety coming up, number 12, Sam Allen. Yes, both of those guys are really good at coming up and making good points for us. They've, they've really improved this year and made a lot of improvements last year. That's why they're out there starting this year. They also ran that little 49 where they pulled both guards to the left and, and try to kick out and lead up with the backside guard. And they, they, uh, couldn't get him outside. And those guys are doing a good job of taking that center and pushing him back, where those guys are having trouble getting around and, and getting out there where they need to do the job. Jeremy Engelhart taking over that no-start spot. He is a load. Yes, sir. Garcia heading back, dropping back, big drop back. Trying to set up the little screen. And it's going to be intercepted. One of the big That's boys. Good, one of the big boys got himself a gift. Flag comes in late. I think he was surprised that that ball landed in. His hands, I'm trying to see who that was, Coach. Uh, yeah, I can't see yet, but boy, we, we got pressure on the quarterback. He had to keep backing up, and he lobbed it up in the air, and our defensive lineman, I still don't, I'm not sure who it was. It was a broad Brandon Brott, defensive end. He stepped right in front of the running back and just sat there waiting for the ball and dropped in his lap. Do have a flag on the field, but an interception by number 45. Brandon Broughton, nice pickup, and the Wildcats will have first down to 10. We'll see what the penalty, it's going to be a... Dead ball foul against the Tolosa Midway. So, this one will be marked up half the distance to the goal. The Wildcats will start this drive inside the 10 yard line. Coach looks to be at about the 7 yard line. Four minutes remaining here in the opening quarter. Wildcats again with a short end of the field. We're not spreading it out now. We've gone to wing two. We're not. I think we're going to run it right down the middle right here. Oh. Flag comes out late. Browns really is going to go into the end zone untouched. Line coming in right from the uh, side judge here in front of us. I don't know. Maybe Tulosa Midway may have been in the neutral zone. They didn't get us for a little procedure. We'll see what the call is here from the referee. It is offside. Offside against Tulosa Midway. That penalty will be declined. So an eight-yard touchdown run, seven-yard touchdown run, should I say, by Allen Crown. Literally goes in touch into the end zone, Coach. Thanks, man. Only five seconds off the board, Wildcats,
0: Take a fourteen to zero lead with the uh, extra point coming up. That was a real good play. We ran thirty nine where they put it inside guard to lead up into the hole, and we ran a
1: basically a freight train for Brown to run behind. Contreras with the kick, this one gets over the uh, crossbar. Do have a flag? We'll wait with the uh, see what the indication is. See if to the Siloso midway be against the cats. Cats are coming off the field, so gonna be offside, Telosa Midway. Extra point is good. Wildcats fifteen, Telosa
0: Midway zero. We'll be back with more Wildcats football on thirteen sixty, KKTX.
1: Last, last time I did this, I could hear the commercial in the headset, so I just wasn't sure. We're
0: still commercial, but I'll start talking to the highlight film. Okay.
1: Contreras... High end-over-end kick. This one's going to be taken at the 12-yard line. Colosa, special teams player, eluding a couple of uh, would-be tacklers. He's going to get out to the 29-yard line. Nice return there by the Warrior uh, return man. That was a nice little return. Our guys kind of lost their lane a little bit and uh, didn't break down. You have to, That's the thing about being on kickoff team. You have to break down before you get to that 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 returner. Otherwise, he can kind of squirm by you while you're trying to break down, while you're running right past him. Also, midway on the uh, kickoff return. it out to the 29-yard line. Ball resting wide right between the two hash marks. So also, midway driving wide right to left. Garcia ends up under center. Hands off to the running back. I believe that's number 23. Taking a handoff. Dylan Guzman on the uh, carry. And uh, short hand on the play. Maybe a yard. We'll call it the second down and nine got a couple of scores coming in there, early scores in the first quarter. Corpus Christi Carroll leading um, Moody seven to zero in the first quarter. Gregory Portland jumping over uh, Miller leading 13 0 in that matchup. Flower Bluff taking on Veterans Memorial. Flower Bluff is taking the lead seven to six. And then over in Alice, Alice leading Ray 7-0. That's our Rabelais IMU scoreboard right here from full Dann field. Wildcats. With a 15-0 lead over Telosa Midway, we have just under three minutes to play here in the opening quarter. Telosa tried to run a trap play right there. It didn't work out very well. linebacker came up and filled that hole very quickly. Tom that was Steve Thomas on that tackle. Brings up a third down play. Seven yards to go for the Warriors. I want to thank our sponsors tonight for helping us out. Long-time boosters, Humble Physical Therapy, Stephen and Shelly Floyd, 18 years supporting the Booster Club. but HEB, Cameron Custom Homes, Trout Trucking, Nolan's Original Poor Boys, and Dr. David Pierce, longtime sponsors of the Island Wildcats football show and supporting the Booster Club. Hand off to the uh, Warriors, one to the field, but uh, again, going to be short of the first down, fourth down, we'll call it four to go. Punt team will come in. Austin Weissart, number 23, will drop back to receive. I'll give about a,
0: I would say, about the 40 yard line for Weisart. Last punt was blocked. Yes, Go. Uh, one, one, Devin Newkoek is the one to block it. He's up there
1: on top of the left hand side of the offensive formation. I mean, he'll get us another one. High snap, oh, goes, goes through the hands there of There he mouth, goes. Trying to reestablish his position, trying to come to the outside. Now stopping, he's needs to try to get something out of it. He's being chased, brought down, and now the punter, number 15, will get brought down inside the 15-yard line at about the 12. And Coach, it's spot to be as a punter. He's just really running for your life. That is. it really is. And, and it's tough for a high school kid to, to realize that if he gets a chance, he needs to go ahead and just get rid of that thing, try and punt it down the field as best he can. But he was, he was running for his life. That's a situation to be in. Wildcats well, will have it. They're going to spot it at the 11-yard line. Last drive that started at the seven. This one will start at the 11. Again, a credit to your special teams. That one was yes, just right. a high snap, though, Coach. But the uh, defense, special teams, did a nice job of really containing uh, the punter, Nathan. Now we're starting that PT again. Looks like we're we'll going to just run it, Run it all down the throats if we can. Two tight end set. Handoff right. 22, Hawkins. Hawkins is going to walk into the end zone. That was a great trap play. 11 yard touchdown, run by number 22, Zach Hawkins. Six seconds off the board. and showed he had a gaping hold to set the end zone. He just ran 21 taps, center blocks back on that. The right guard uh, traps the three uh, technique on the left side of the defense, and there was nobody there. Linebackers reacted to that. Uh, Man in motion across the offense, and when and, and that was nobody there, he didn't even get touched till he got in the end zone. kicks for the snap, On the way, Contreras approaching this one, much better kick, through the upright, and this one's going to be good. Mike on the play, this one might be against Colessa Midway again, and it will be. Coach, 122 left in the opening quarter. Cal Allen leading 22-0 to over
0: Colessa Midway. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. I got that Cody that oh, yeah. Yeah. came in today. Contreras, high end-over-end kick.
1: This that's one, mopped inside the 15-yard line, now slips on the carpet, I believe that's there of 14 again. Trevor Galuna on the return for the Warriors. And, uh, Coach, once you mop it, it makes it tough. That special team has an opportunity to get down there and really chase you down. Yes, sir. does mop one that allows them to get past those blocks where they're supposed to pick up their blockers and, and you don't have anywhere to run. Got to try and catch you clean so you get a, at least get a shot or, or a chance to run run past them, those gentlemen that are blocking for you. But when you muff it, you lose all your are containing, all your blocking. Really putting your young freshman quarterback in a tough predicament. John Garcia is only a freshman. Now you're going to put him inside the 15 again. First down and 10 at the 14-yard line. And easy chasing, now dropping back. He's just going to throw it away. Smart play by the young freshman quarterback. Second down and 10 for Tulosa Midway. Yes, a Very smart play, especially for freshman, He was chased all the way back to his end zone and went ahead and launched that thing out of bounds. It's a great play, young man. I'd like to welcome our listeners listening in from around the area. I'd like to welcome Celeste Robertson for joining us on our Friday night. Thanks for being with us on your Friday night, Celeste, taking time out of your Friday night, letting us know she's taking us in. Keeping up with that Ray Alice game. The last four we had from the Alice game. Alice leading 7 to 0 over Ray. Both teams are undefeated at 4 0. game taking place over Memorial Stadium. a Tough place to play uh, football. Alice always one of the tougher atmospheres. Under a minute to play here. Also Midway. Not much on the end. second down play. Now looking at third down and nine. I'm try to run that pathway. If you notice, we had. Nine jerseys on top of the pile on that tackle. That's a, that's a, when you know you're playing good defense. When you have all, or we got all eleven there, but nine on the pile. That's where you want your defense playing. Everybody's flying to the football. Also, midway looking for their first first down, and uh, I don't believe they're going to get it here in this first quarter. Two wide receivers split up top. I judge, across oh, wow. the far sideline, Calls the timeout. We'll take one with him. 21 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. Wildcats, 22, lost to midway, 0. We'll be back with more Wildcats football on
0: 1360 KKTX. Hey, Travis, just give me 30 seconds, please. 30 seconds.
3: Okay.
2: Coming down in 5,
0: 4, 3, 2, 1. Timeout
1: on the field by the Warriors as they uh, now come back onto the field. Throw down, we'll call it, eight yards to go. Shotgun formation. You know, they're up there, so they're trying to spread us out a little bit now, see so if maybe they can throw the ball.
0: Pass play on the
1: far flat. Coach, that one. It'll be a loss of uh, about 30 yards in the play. That was a great play. I can't tell what number, though. Seven? Lawrence Man. I believe so. Mr. Mann went over and laid a good look on uh, that receiver. As soon as he caught his little screen, hit, hit screen by the receiver, trying to catch it and get back outside. But just about the time he got the ball hit his hands, Lawrence Man hit him. He's lucky he even hang on to the football. Fourth down and long. And again now you're gonna put your punter, who's already had uh you know trouble yeah, he had the high snap, he's had one block, and now coach is gonna be punting really from the uh, his own shadow of his own goalpost here on the right side. Yes, right. He's about twelve yards back, so he's gonna be right on the goal line. But it's gonna to have to be perfect, and we may end up scoring a defensive touchdown. I'm out taken by Pelosa Ten seconds remaining here in the opening quarter. Wildcats leading 22-0. to zero. Is that all, That's their third timeout in the first quarter. I uh, believe that's a third. We took one. Oh, we took one. Okay, We may be setting up a pump <laughs> right now. That's why we took a timeout. Two men back for the Wildcats. Number one will join Austin Weissart. That's uh, John Gattis standing at the 40-yard line. Palmer standing two yards deep into the end zone. Snap on the way. Punt. right for the pump. this one's going to... Be a short sure punt gonna go out of bounds. This one may get to the 30 yard line. Uh, five judges looking over at the referee who'll walk down the sideline. Pretty close, 31 no, yard, 30 just yard line on this to drive. Mm-hmm. That hurts when you going to get a 15, 17 yard punt like that. It doesn't do much for you for changing field position. Man. It's tough on the punter because he's standing in his own end zone already. He's got already had one block, so he's gonna rush it. Which make you know he's a little nervous, so he's gonna rush that punt. He's not going to get a good kick when you have to rush like that. Wildcats will start at their 31-yard line. Three seconds remaining in the opening quarter. We uh, will change fields here shortly. Hawkins mm-hmm. on the uh, run for the Wildcats. Hawkins lunging forward, he's going to pick up the 10 yards. It's land <laughs> number eight. Back in a quarterback as the quarter comes to an end. Four minutes from Phil field, Danaher field, Wildcats, 22-0 over to
0: Losa Littoway. We'll be back with more Wildcats football on 1360 KKTX.
3: 97,
1: great thing for that? Right? That's a really good game. That, that coach over there at, uh, at Alice, has got those boys who actually believe they can win a little
3: bit.
2: Yeah. Who took over in Alice? Oh, what is that? John, I think his name is Evans.
1: John, uh, John or Justin? I, I can barely hear you, Travis. Can you get a little closer to the mic? I said, I think
2: it's Evans um, that took over in Alice.
1: Uh, Evans?
2: I think his last Justin
1: name Evans. Evans that's there you go. Good job, Travis. How about uh, where did Vasquez go? I didn't know we lost Vasquez. He went to be there. He's a baseball coach. Oh, wow. Congratulations. I like Vasquez. Oh, yeah. He, he goes, look at the coach. Vasquez. Uh, all right, we're back. Shotgun formation for the Wildcats. Head off again. Number 21 now taking the hind off. I believe it's uh, Kirk Lively. That's his first action at running back this season. Gage Lamb back in at quarterback for the uh, Wildcats. And, uh, Coach, how I can't of see, gain on the play? You no, know, uh, sir, I can't see the number but a young man playing defensive tackle there on the left side. they just made a heck of a play. He fought off that block and, and played down a lot of scrimmage and caught Phillip before he could really get started. Second down and 10. These numbers are extremely hard to see. 77. That's C.J. Ponte. He made a really good play there. Bam. dropping back. Looking. Now steps up in the pocket. Tosses it. Kind of tosses it back to Lively. Lively inside the 10. Lively inside the 5. Lively into the end zone. A busted play because turns into a 20-yard touchdown uh, run. Yes, sir. Gage Lamb <laughs> stepped up in the pocket and uh, just kind of flipped it back to Phillip uh, Lively, and he yes, turned yes. into a 20-yard run. Well, Phillip was back on the left side of, of Gage at that time, and he went to try to A uh, defensive end, came on a rush, and he cut him and got up, and Gage and, and stepped up in the pocket, and they were about to wrap Gage up, so he flips it to his left, and Philip takes off and breaks the tackle and steps in the end zone. Oh. Contreras will come into the point after. I put it here, waiting to snap. Snap on the way, drop, hold, kick. Contreras starting to look better every time it kicks. That one right through the upright. In 11 minutes left to go here in the half, Wildcats now lead 29-0 over Colosso Middle. We'll
0: be back with more Wildcats football on 1360 KKTX. Just give me 30 seconds, uh, Travis, 30 seconds.
3: Got you. They're
0: not hardly giving us anything.
2: Coming down
0: in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. All right, welcome back.
1: Wildcats with a 20-yard touchdown run by Philip Lison, taking 29-0 lead over the Warriors. Number 83, Contreras, he's it up. High kick. This Amazing. one's going to bounce at about the 15-yard line, picked up by number 23 by tolosa Midway, trying to cut across the green, losing yardage, and he's going to be brought down, Coach, inside the 10-yard line again putting your quarterback in a really tough spot running you know east to west is not gonna get you anything because yes. you want your kids to go upfield trying to get what they can and that kid almost went backwards, He fielded it at about the ten and he dropped down at the six, six. yes sir at, at east to west running it always gets you in trouble because you see little color jersey, and what you do you move backwards instead of just putting your foot ground and getting up the field. And always cost your team puts you in a bad position, especially right now. T E M, a that's a tough place to get started this yard line. Again, here's a freshman quarterback trying to get this offense going. And, uh, uh, you know, John Garcia is really just uh, trying, to get, trying to find some room for this offense. And again, trying to, that, you know, that dive right up the middle coach. No room there at all. One yard gain in the play, second down and nine. But uh, to give you an idea, Tolosa Midway uh, drives tonight. It started at the 19, 31, 21, 39. The last one of the middle coaches was a 14, and now inside the 10 at the 7. Yes, sir. They're having trouble trying to flip that field position. out, But our defense is playing a really good, really tough, really solid defense. So I do not I have trouble doing that all game, I believe. Single line out, split out to the near side. Handoff, off, trying to go over to the left side. Minimal game for Teloso Midway. We'll call it two yards. Uh, three, they'll give it, uh, give it three. Third down, we'll call it six to go for Teloso Midway. Uh, our defense tackle, of Idaho. He is very good, but right there, he just kind of shot up the field a little too far, and that always creates a gap for that running back. And so he got a few yards on that one. Morris, Chris, Philip, Lively are your quarters. Sam Allen, John Davis, your safeties. The linebackers tonight: the Wildcats, Brandon Broden, Keith Thomas, Ray Steele, and Lawrence Mann. Front line: Justin Espar. Kenisi Liotti, and for 63, Jeremy Inglehart. And off, again, to Loso Midway, trying to come to the near side. That man that came across the line of scrimmage kind of disrupted that. I believe that was number he seven. Said. No, it's number one. Oh, John Gattis disrupting the play and uh, allowing his uh, defenders to come up and clear it up, Coach. And, again, no no game on the play. Maybe a loss yeah, of the That's a that's they were called 48 where they put both guards out there. If you notice, know. so our linebacker is just taking that first guard that's coming out, and he's just taking those legs out where they can't block anybody, and that allows the next line to come in and our safe to come in and just make great tackle. Also, oh, Midway, force you to, be forced to punt. Nine minutes here uh, remaining in the second quarter. Here again, he's going to be standing deeper in the end zone than he was last time. I believe was about two. He should be about three or four this time because they were backing and further than they were last. Ooh, almost had a chance to block that one. This is a low punt. Taken. Wall set up. Coming around left side. Wisehart, breaking tackles. Flag on the play. Wisehart's going to get inside the 25. The Coach, may have a block in the back or maybe a hold. This one may back up 10 yards against
0: Wildcats. Maybe the first penalty of the night for Kel Allen Is that there, right, Coach? President? It is.
3: It's
1: blocking the back, Cal yeah. Allen. It's going to back us up ten yards from the spot of the foul, so uh, better starting inside the 30. And they uh, back backing up, coach. And that will start. I think the spotted at the 37. Still a good field position right. for the Wildcats. Uh, that's kind of a silly penalty because I, I watched it. Just, the running went by. The run. The returner was already three or four yards past that block. It was not really necessary to throw. But again, that's in the live action of the game. Sometimes this young man can't help it. Shotgun formation. Pocket trips to the right, and now we have a new quarterback checking in. That's number nine, Brent Gomez, has taken over at quarterback. Brent is a senior quarterback. Stanner was talking about Brent in the uh, pregame show. Very good young man. There. In the classroom, on the field, very respectful. Glad he's getting plenty of time at quarterback tonight. Of course, when you bring in a new quarterback, Caden changes just a little bit. So we got a little, uh, a little procedure penalty there. Again, this is really the first action that we've sent, uh, you know, Brent this year at quarterback, so
2: a little adrenaline going
1: through his games as well. Uh, yes, sir. Shotgun formation, trips lined up to the right. Gomez on quarterback, keeper lunging forward. Gomez will pick up maybe. Get the five yards back that we lost. It'll bring up second down and 10. It was on read play there. Decided to pull it instead of it to the running back. Good call. Got a five-yard gain. Yeah, they got a uh against the Wildcats, so that's going to back them up another 10.
3: Mm-hmm. The third penalty.
1: We went from having no penalties in the game. Now we've got three in a row. You know, sometimes that will happen to a team in there. They get up like this, trying to get a little relaxed. Pretty sure Coach it will take care of it pretty quick. There you go. I'd like to thank uh, people, all our friends who are helping us out there with the uh, Rabelais i need score. We have a score coming in. I'd like to thank uh, Celeste Robertson for helping us out we must know that Ray has taken over the lead on Alice. Ray now leading 9-7 to seven with 6 uh, six thirteen left to go in the second quarter. Thank you Celeste for helping us out on our scoreboard. Gomez looking, chunking it. Man, Gomez no, wants that one. This one's going to drop incomplete, and this one's going to be a penalty. Weissart played that one well, Coach. He, uh, was trying to go for the pass, and uh, the defender bumped him. Ball in the air. That should be passing appearance, and that should give the Wildcats an automatic first down. Thomas, boy, he chunked that one, didn't he? No, yeah, he was open. Uh, Watson was open. Thomas put just a little too much air in it, but uh, Wysart did a good job of basically playing basketball and getting position and going up for the ball. The defender had to grab him to keep him from catching it. So, well, I'll take that back. They're and it. Oh, never mind it. i was on to Okay. on them Okay. Scrimmage, but it should be an automatic first down.
0: Yes, sir. It should be an automatic first down. You got to be correct. Pass interference gives also good way.
1: Gamas launched the down through, wide hard? got bumped and Wildcats uh, will have a first down in 10 at the 37 yard line. I believe that's lively in it running back or is that Hawkins? Uh, again. It is Hawkins. Again, just a little uh
0: mm-hmm.
1: the timing, just a little bit off new quarterback. Honestly, is that's the uh, same offensive line? Coach, i see number 60 has come in the game. Noah (laughs) Orlando is in at uh, one of the linemen, number 73, also in on the game. That's Austin Ochoa. Again, Coach, really, you're looking at uh, a whole new offense. offense. So, you know, new new line, new quarterback, and uh, some of these players, you know, really get an opportunity to play here early in the game in the second quarter of a Friday night football game. Yes, sir. Four wide receivers, trips one right up top. Hawkins takes a hand off. Hawkins yes. going on the right side. Hawkins breaking tackles. Hawkins brings it forward. And a uh, flag coming out from the umpire. You may have a little holding we're there. holding call, but that's what we're
0: going to get. Some of the flag comes from the umpire position or the referee. Normally, it's going to be holding. Looks like uh, maybe some of the are uh, coming back in. Here here comes, there. Yes, sir. Here comes the start line with Too many penalties.
1: I knew it wouldn't last too long with Coach D. He's not going to be happy about that. Maybe get him to regroup and uh, get him to settle down. Again, this Friday night jitters. Those players, first-time action. Starting line comes back in the game. Now you're looking at a first down at 20. The yard to gain is a 27-ball resting at about the 41. Now Gomez has to be feeling pretty good, having that starting line in front of him gun formation, Dom is looking, looking to the near side, looking for his wide receiver, launches it upfield, kicks to receiver number 10, Colton Dopp now at receiver, and Dopp unable to come up with good coverage there by the secondary man from Salosa
0: yes, that
1: That's a good pattern, good throw. It was right there. Uh, the defender did a good job was, as Colton went up and grabbed that ball with both hands. He got his left hand in there and slapped the ball out, but he set it off the field. Looks like he might have rolled his ankle. I can't see his number. Is that 15? I believe that's he 15. He be. He's been the punter tonight as well. Nathan Winshall will uh, go over to the sideline. Well, he fell down as soon as he got over there. He must be hurting pretty good. Second down and uh, 20 for the Wildcats. Let's see if the coaches take advantage of that with a new, new corner in there. They might go after him again. Gomez rolling near side. Puffs it upfield. Is that or is that Duff? I think that was death. I think that's Duff. I think you're right. Quarterbacks rotating. We've seen, uh, we've seen Gomez. Lance actually started the game for one play, then he turned it over to Duff. We've seen both of them kind of rotate in as well. So, uh, I think three quarterbacks tonight here for the Wildcats. I think they're just trying to protect Gage, just getting a little play, kind of working, work his way back into this. You know, as we head into, we're uh, especially headed
0: towards the Ray game. It might be pretty tough, when we're really needing.
1: third down and long. What was that about, uh, we'll call it, about 15 yards to go for the Wildcats. Shotgun formation. Up, thanks to Hawkins, looking for his wide receiver. This is going to be broken up. Nice coverage there by the secondary man intended for number five, Forest Chris.
3: Very good he coverage.
1: Well, your defender did a nice job of breaking it up, Coach. He was open there for a second. He was a little bit late on the throw. The timing, anytime you run a hook route like that and that receiver sits down, that ball's got to be in there when he's breaking down. Otherwise, that defender can break on the ball. And that's what happened there. The Time a little bit off on the throw.
0: Could see a quick kick here from uh, Duff. Don't want to. Give up that triple position.
1: There's that wide open wide oh, receiver, dude, number 82. Saw this last week, still on his feet. He's going to take it into the end zone. Wide of of play. You can see it all the way, Coach. He was, the question that. is, was he in the end zone when that happened? It was, he would be wrong. This would be close.
3: It,
1: you know, do they bring it back or do they give him the touchdown? That was a, again, similar play that we saw last week against Corpus Christi Carroll. Lock in the back against the uh, foul line. Coach, we could see it. It was uh, number 25, I believe, Richard Davis, yes, who uh, committed the foul. But looked like uh, the wide receiver, Lanham, was real close to crossing that uh, goal line. But they're going to say it happened on the field. They're going to bring it back to the 21, which is going to negate the uh, touchdown play from uh, Duff to uh, Lanham. We saw that same exact play last week, Coach, where Duff just read the defense. Right, yes, sir. Lanham saw it, took it off on that little seat, Rob, and uh, Took it into the end the touchdown. We're in spread-pump formation. You have two receivers to your left over here, and, and the safety was backed off almost 15 yards off the of land. I mean, it's just an easy dump pass right over the line of scrimmage, and,
0: and we w- went and scored. But, again, the, the block in the back brings it back. Wisehart. Up top, he's a slot receiver. Hand
1: off Lively. Lively getting around the corner. Lively looking quick. Lively breaking tackle. Lively goes in for a second touchdown. We've got a twenty yarder now, add another twenty one to that. Two carry, forty one yards, and two touchdowns. That was a great job of blocking by that wide receiver on the edge there. Are you gonna say he was short? Wow. <laughs> wow. I know we can't see all around that corner, but it makes look like he ran through the corner. I thought I, I, I don't <laughs> got him. I apologize, folks. He is one yard short. I think you know at oh, this point bad. we gotta go back to lively and let him have that one. Yeah, we're going to call time out. The they may set something up just for that so he can get, his, get that touchdown. And yeah. from here, it should look like he crossed the goal line. I That or you may see the uh, Jumbo, maybe one of them big linemen. It's always done uh, something the Coach Danner and this coaching and staff has done throughout the years. But we need some of them big linemen to, to get into them books. Well, Chris back on the edge, did a great block of uh, blocking the edge and then seeing that edge so lively lot of could get in there, getting that edge on. Lively, Take a look short. Nice burst of speed there by number right. twenty-one, Philip Lively. I see, I yes, said, as soon as he hit that edge, was—you could see him just pick it up, and he's gone. One yard short of the end zone. So, uh, defense coming back on the field. It was a uh, timeout taken by the Wildcats? And I think at this point, you got to get back to Lively to let him find that end zone. Not a bad score sheet, though. If you can get it, get it to Lively to put this in the end All right, zone, might see just a base play here. There it is. There it is. Lively pulling his way into the end zone, so three carries, 41 yards, and two touchdowns. It's not bad that. Not a bad stat sheet for the young man who who uh, is your starting left corner for a one-yard touchdown run for number 21, Phillip Lively, with 5.49 left to go here in the half. Well, those young man running that fly. Well, you have to the touchdown. It might be a little tired and sleep
0: pretty well tonight. Extra point coming up. Contreras, number 83, will kick. With the snap and the hold, and Contreras, again, really starting to kick well for the Wildcats.
1: 5.49 left to go here in the half. Wildcats leading 36-0
0: over to Midway. We'll be back with more Wildcats football on 1360 KKTX.
2: Do you want me to add some breaks in there? There's only one break left. In I, can barely, I can barely hear you, Travis. I said there's only one break left before halftime. Do you want me to add some breaks in there?
1: No, nah, nah, you can just keep uh, – yeah, just add a couple of different
0: breaks if you don't mind. Okay. And you can bring it back in 30 seconds if you like. We're ready to go. Second, three, two,
1: one. Contreras approaching. This one kicked or we'll bounced at about the 18. Picked up by the immature man for Tolosa Midway. Again, running east and west, and he's going to get to about the 20-yard line. Not right. much room, Coach, and uh, did he maintain his exit? He yeah, stayed somehow. up. He stayed up a few more yards. Rocked it out to about the 24-yard line, so that's probably – well, the best field position, that's also midway, is doing tonight. Yes, sir. That's, that's one thing. It's hard to teach kids, and we work with them on from middle school all the way up to where if you're a, a kick returner, it's best just to hit the hole or hit that, hit that gap as fast and hard as you can go, and hopefully you bust, bust it. But when you start running east and west, it doesn't do you a bit of good for you. Ooh, that should be an illegal substitution, what they call it. I don't. They no, do not. I think it's 36-0. That one, you've got to just keep <laughs> that flag in your pocket. Shotgun formation. Hand off. You've first-man through. Garcia is your quarterback. Maybe a two-yard game on the play. Maybe a yard. We'll call it second down and nine. His defense has played really well tonight. Uh, really just containing this offense. Put up, uh, I think they put up over 40 points last week against Moody.
0: Yes, sir, yeah, they, they play very uh, well in this movie.
1: Shotgun formation. Three wide receiver set. Twins split up top, single wide out to the uh, near side. Garcia rolling back. Upping it off, trying to hit that middle screen and uh, almost intercepted by number one, John Gaddis. Unable to hold on to it. It'll drop incomplete, third down and nine. That was a good job. The defensive lineman kept that quarterback under pressure. So, again, he had to keep backing up. And when he that ball over that line, our safety linebackers are doing a good job of reading that and trying to get in there and pick that ball off. Checking in here shortly with our school board our producer, working in the ad box, Travis I uh, See, we can check in with Travis here after the play on our Rabelais i and school board. Four minutes fifty-eight seconds. the Midway trailing thirty-six to zero. Running back to each side of Garcia. Hands it off to the first man through, and uh, not much room there at all. Swarming is that uh, defense for the Wildcats. It's, uh a fourth down play coming up. We're gonna check in with our producer, Travis. What do you what do you have for us on our Ravaleigh? i on your skillboard?
2: In Portland we have the Miller Buccaneers versus Gregory Portland Wildcats. The Gregory Portland Wildcats are up twenty to seven. Over the Miller Buccaneers um, in Corpus Christi, we have the Carroll Tigers versus the Moody Trojans. Carroll's up fourteen to zero at halftime. Uh, we also have Alice the uh, Alice Coyotes versus the Ray Texans. The Ray Texans are up nineteen to seven over the Alice Coyotes. We have in Kingsville H M King Brahmas versus the Ramses Pass Panthers. The H M King Panth- uh, H-, H M King Brahmas are up twenty-one to seven. And we have the Flower Bluff Hornets versus the veteran Morris High School. And Flower Bluff is up 35 to 6 right now.
1: All right, that's Travis Parris, our producer, helping us out with the Rival Age scoreboard scoreboard. also Midway on the fourth down play. Actually, you know, the punt didn't look like it was that good, coach, but it took a nice uh, roll uh,
3: you know, into the
1: Wildcat territory. And this is the first time the Kell I believe, has started a drive on their own territory. They're going to start this drive on the 43, which is not a bad place to start with 357. More half No, so it wasn't a very good punt. The punter, actually, the the snap was very high. He had to move over and, and jump to get that, and then he got it off. And I want to see a couple of plays as it went by past the line, but when it bounced, it hit and rolled about 20 more yards, so he's he got a decent punt on that one. Shotgun formation, low snap. Sam Allen is your fourth quarterback of the night. Allen had the ball hit the carpet and uh... – it going to lose about six, seven yards in the play. it will bring up second down at 17. Allen, uh, was it the 12 on his back? He's a junior quarterback. Yeah, that was a bad snap. They hit it right in front of Sam's feet and, and rolled past him. So, I to just kick it up and, and do what he could. Clock rolling. 30 minutes, 30 seconds remaining here in the opening half. Wildcats leading
2: 36-0. to zero. I
1: believe that second line is back in now they will get another opportunity to get some plenty of time. Allen, back keeper. Allen coming around the near side. Allen has a 45, has a 50, stepping up here runs old would-be tackler. Needing 15, Coach. Looks like he got about 19. Nice run there by the uh, safety, now-turned quarterback, Sam Allen, number 12. It was a very good run. He able to get the edge, get some good blocking from the interior lineman. Receivers did a great job of blocking, letting him get to the outside, and then he made, made a defender pay for even trying to come up and, and make a tackle. He is not a small kid. It looks like it's really tough to judge, Coach, but he's what, 6'1"? Yeah, he's about one. probably weighs about 190, close to 200 pounds, so he's low. i am done formation. And off to Hawkins. Hawkins making a move. Hawkins lunging up field. Every time that kid touches the ball, Coach, he looks like he's going forward. Ireland's picking up seven to nine yards, and now we have some extra activity going on here on the near side.
0: Is it Jackson?
1: I think it's number 80, Coach. And, oh. uh, 80. Okay. Is it 80? I'm sorry. Camden getting a little uh, heated with the uh, defender from Wilson Midway. Both players will come off the field and allow to cool off, but a flag coming in uh, from the official. It's definitely going to be an unsportsmanlike conduct. And, Coach, at this point, you can hope it's against both teams. All right, we sure. There it is personal foul against Cal Allen, personal foul, also midway. So offsetting penalties, not something you want to see by these uh, young uh, students, but uh, Coach, you know, sometimes you get in that heat of the battle, emotions run high, you know. and uh, you know. But, again, those, uh, those things need to be controlled, and both sides are taken off the field at this point. Yes, sir. As we try to teach them to walk away. I know it's hard, but trying to save that 15-yard penalty and let the other team have it. And just walk away and leave that situation alone. That way you don't get in trouble. You don't get thrown out of the game. And, uh, you continue your career for that night. First down and 10 for the Wildcats. Ball resting on the 31-yard line, driving right to left. Shotgun formation. Coach Boone wants an explanation from the referee. They're talking it over about the 35-yard line. Boone now makes his way off the field. Four wide receivers for the Wildcats. Duff Gatta, slipped to the near side. Hawkins is a running back in the backfield. He stands to the left of uh, Allen. Option play. Toss it to Hawkins. Hawkins stepping on the dime. Stops. Still going around the corner. Look at little Hawkins with his hand on the ground. And Hawkins, which uh, should have been a negative play, ends up picking up maybe a yard. But coach, he was actually met in the backfield make something happen out of that. Yes, sir. He, well, he, was, he was very quick. He made one miss. Almost made two. three. Everyone missed one, one young man. Unless that's a pretty good grip strength. He held it by one hand, and he almost broke away from that. Alton's up. Split wide to the side. Weissart, Gattis. along with Floyd. Are your wide receiver split up top? Shot in formation. Second down and nine. Fakes to Hawkins. Allen keeps it. Allen runs the forward, Inside the There's 20. Tackle, the ball. ball come in. He fumbled it. I believe he lost it at some point. Yeah, he did. And the ball comes loose in Tolosa midway with an early gift here in September. They will take over at the 7-yard line. Allen was breaking tackle, spinning. Someone must have got the ball and just ripped it out. The ball was inside the 10, and Tolosa midway will recover inside the 10-yard line. They'll start this drive at the 7-yard line. Yeah, he was fighting for extra yardage there, but two or three or four tackles, and then the young man just trying to punch that ball. That's one thing when you're in that traffic. You have to protect that football. One minute, 44 seconds remaining here before the half. Dude, Coloso is just going to be safe here and hand it off and, and head into halftime right now. Not take a chance on turning anything over. This is has to be like their third or fourth drive coach that they started inside the twenty-yard line, inside the... Their own red zone. Yes, sir. They're well, yeah, just trying to run the clock out and get to halftime right now, running the ball. One minute, fifteen seconds. I have to remind everybody: coming up at halftime is our halftime show. We'll bring you stats. We'll talk about the scores from around the area. Our MC Welding and Fabrication halftime reporter, Robinson, will help us out with our sub-boss report. We'll get from around the area. We'll get our stats from the first half. Uh, uh, Coach Brotherton working hard. Prime time crew coming at you on a Friday night. This is Travis Pettis back in the studio, helping us out with our scoreboard, I Grow alongside Coach Champlain, Helping us with our color commentating tonight and our statistician to the very far left is Coach Mike Brotherton. Thanks for being with us on a Friday night. The Chief Phil Banner Herfield, Northwest Corpus Christi. Week six of the season for the uh, Wildcats and Warriors. Also, midway trying to get to the right side, and coaches looking for their first, first down of the night. And uh, I don't believe they're going to make it. They're going to be short by about a yard. No, I believe that would be the last play of the half. They're down about two seconds now, so they're left to clock on that. 36 0. Wildcats over to Tulsa Midway. Now, Coach, I'm going to go out on the limb and say that Tulsa Midway did not pick up a first down in that first half, but we do have our stats going up. They did. Ed uh, up the stats. It is halftime. Bill Danaher for 24 minutes into the books. Wildcats leading 36 to zero over to <laughs> Midway. We'll be
0: back with the NC Welding and Fabrication the show on 1360 KKTX.
3: I got us for 3. Do you have one? Oh, oh you can <laughs> <laughs>
0: You
3: missed one. Out there.
1: Some playing time sometime though. Yeah. You might need them sooner or later. No, they shouldn't look that bad.
4: Yeah.
1: Was it five in a row? I knew it was three. Wow. You going downstairs? Okay. Was, huh? No, I got grand. i was going to tell you, give me a. Candy bars,
2: Three,
1: two, one. All right, welcome back to the M.C. Welding and Fabrication Halftime. Wildcats leading 36-0 to zero over the uh, Tulsa Midway Warriors. As, uh, we are at halftime at Phil Earth. We'll check in. Trying to get some scores from around the area real quickly uh, as we uh, update here. It looks like Christy Carroll is over. Uh, Christy Moody, 14-0. They are at halftime. Brendan Portland leading at halftime over Miller. Brendan Portland twenty, Corpus Christi Miller ten. Lyle Bluff jumps all over Veterans Memorial. Bluff forty-two to six over Veterans Memorial. And Ray has uh, extended the lead over the Alice Coyotes. Ray leading nineteen to seven over Alice. And right here at Bill Bender Field, Calallen leading thirty-six to zero over Toloso Midway. And coach, it's been the first half of uh, field position. Alabama's yes. uh, pretty much had the sort into the field. Special teams have done a nice job of, uh, you know, we've had the block punt, we've had the, uh, you know, the punt uh, that the snaps uh, sailed over they had of the punter, but uh, he had to contain. He could have reset and reestablished himself as a punter, but he was there to, to clean that up. And really, the defense just a, a, an amazing, fantastic job. Anytime you can hold a offense. And I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb, Coach, they have under 25 yards. I believe it's a lot less. But uh, we got our stand Coach, so so we're going to the sad, but just another dominant performance here. When you've had four quarterbacks playing in the first half, you know, you've had uh, your starting quarterback tonight, Gates slam Duff came in after Duff with Gomez. And then Allen. So you've had four quarterbacks, um, you know, running backs. You've had Lively. We've had uh, Hawkins. Uh, you know, Alan Brown, we just had two kids that not only carried the ball, we saw the backup players come in on the offensive line. One of the coaches just came in. Five consecutive penalties, and they had to come off the field. Again, any time the backups are one play away from being inserted in the game, but yes. not something you want to see from your backup. So, but still, a lot of these young men didn't get getting that uh, key playing time that has to go deep into the season. Right, their experience is going to play off later on, especially if you have a key injury somewhere, they'll be able to step in and, and uh, fill that slot. It's uh, been a very good game defensively, as you said. Anytime you can start, you know, if your defense keeps you on, on your side of the field and you start inside your own 50, on, on I think every drive but one, we were on our side of the field to drive in. There was only one time that we were on uh, TM's side to start a drive. That's a great play defensively. They can get you the ball that close to the end zone every time. And I believe there was a couple times we were inside our own 20 when we uh, started driving. I started a drive. Uh, All right, as we uh, get Coach Edelton working on the stats, we're going to take a quick break on the MC Welding and Fabrication Halftime Show. We'll be back. We'll give you the first half stats. Only more to come here on the MC Welding and Fabrication Halftime Show.
0: We'll be back on 1360 KKTX. Coach, is there's a light up here already, just let him know we'll do the stats. I'm going to run the scoreboard, take another
1: break, and then I'll bring him on.
0: Are they dead? Trying to get Mike to turn around. <laughs> How much time, Travis?
1: About 15 seconds. 15? All right. I'm about to check in with you here after we get staff. I'm going to check in with you real quick for the scoreboard. We'll you some other scores from around the area. Okay. All
2: right? Yeah, I'm bringing it back up right now. All right. Coming down in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. All right,
1: welcome back to the NC Welding and Fabrication Halftime Show. Prime time crew coming at you on a Friday night. I'm Mike Grill, alongside Coach uh, Camp Helping us out tonight on our current commentating. Our statistician tonight is Coach Mike Bivinton and our producer, Travis Pettis, helping us out with our Pennies Forward. scoreboard. Uh, Coach, we have the uh, stats from the first half. Uh, there should sit right here. Right Sorry about that. No. Excuse me. Um, starting off with Cal Allen, we've had nine first downs. We've had 172 yards rushing and 8 yards passing for a total of 180 yards for Cal Allen. TM uh, have zero first downs. Uh, they had 8 rushing yards, a negative 3-yard passing uh, passing for, for TM, which totals them at 5 yards, as you said, less than 25, so total of 5 yards in the first half. Then, uh, Cal Allen is at 5 for 50 yards. TM, 3 for uh, 23 yards. Of course, five of those pennies came in with our second string where they came in a little nervous probably and uh, a little excited.
2: Now, rushing,
1: our rushing leaders are who has five carries for 52 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, That's pretty good. That's that's over 10 yards. uh, Can't ask much more from a young man than that. Then we have uh, Brown, who's carried uh, five times for 38 yards and one touchdown, and Hawkins, three for 20 yards and one touchdown. Colton Duff has thrown, uh, he's one for six for eight yards and one touchdown. Gattis has one reception and one touchdown. Time of possession for Cal Island is 9 minutes and 19 seconds. Well, think about it, Coach. Just to back up, Duff had that one pass where he was able to hit Lanham, which was about a 43 yard pass. It was negated by, by the penalty. Right, I just want yes, to sir. kind of bring that up. That was a key penalty there against the right, Latham. Right, yes, sir. I that is true. Now, we have rushing for for TM, we have Calderon who has 13 carries for 24 yards, and Salivar has three carries for four yards. Passing Garcia is, is uh, one out of one out of five attempts uh, for a negative three yards, and then we have uh, one um, Morrow, who has one, re- one, re- one reception for a negative three yards. This is kind of surprising. I didn't realize this. The time of possession TM is, is, is the ball has the ball longer than we have at 12 minutes and 58 seconds. But I think that's because we have gotten the ball inside the twenty, and it's only taking us one or maybe two plays to score. So it, it kind of looks lopsided on composition because of that. Exactly right. All right, those are our first half stats. I want to thank uh, coach Travis for helping us out. Real quickly, we're going to check in with our producer Travis Pettis on our Abilene Indians scoreboard. We do have a special guest coming up uh, after checking into the Abilene Indians scoreboard. Travis, what do you have for us on our scoreboard from around the area?
2: I would do say Longhorns versus the Benbow Badgers. That score is tied up at 22. Um, we have the Santa Gratitude Academy Lions versus the Refugio Bobcats. The Refugio Bobcats are up 28 to 0 at halftime. We have the Louise High School Hornets versus the Woodsboro Eagles. Uh, the Hornets are up eight to seven at halftime. Uh, we have the Miller Buccaneers versus the Gregory Portland Wildcats. The Wildcats are up 20 to 10 at halftime. We have the Carroll Tigers versus the Moody Trojans. The Carroll Tigers are up 14 to 0 at halftime. We have the Ray Texans versus the Alice Coyotes. Uh, the Ray Texans are up
4: 19
2: to 7 at half. And we have the Ramses Pass Panthers versus H M King Brahmas. Um, and uh, H M King is up 28 to 7. And finally, we have the Flower Bluff Hornets. Uh, First, the Veteran Memorial High School and Flower Bluff is up 42-6 to six right now. All right,
1: that's Travis Pettis, our producer, helping us out with our Rattles i and scoreboard right here at Phil Banner Hurfield Wildcats leading 36-0 over to So Midway. We're going to take a break on our MC Welding and Fabrication Halftime Show. We have a special guest coming up, uh, so stay with us right here on the MC Welding and Fabrication Halftime Show. We'll be back with more on 1360 KKTX. All right, Coach, I'm going to bring Wyatt in for a second. Take a little break, if you'd like.
3: Coach, how are over here? Good. How are Good. Good to see you,
1: Is that on? While we we'll kind of leave you. We've got about a minute break here. Can you hear me all right? Yeah. Okay. Say something for me. Say something. Hello, hello, hello. Good, good, good. good. A little bit. How much time we got, Travis?
2: About
1: thirty seconds. Perfect, perfect. How do you say that? Marauders, Marauders. Wow. No. We'll we'll Sorry. Sorry, just to have it. Good to see you. Good to see you too. It's a good view. It's really tough to see across the field. Yeah, we not yeah. have a TV monitor.
3: Oh, really? Yeah, I
1: could sneak left than home. Like a 27-inch monitor. Oh, uh, okay. It well makes it a lot easier. Uh, <coughs> That's me, Chief. I can see what I do, man. You're not supposed to see this stuff.
2: <laughs>
1: All right. Stuff Coming down in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. All right. Welcome back to the NC Welding and Halftime Show. Coming to you from Phil, Danahir Field, Northwest Corpus Christi. see as the Wildcats play 36-0 over Coloso Midway. I'm Mike Grill, alongside a very special guest who has joined us here in the press box. I'd like to welcome Mr. Wyatt Matheson, who is uh, a former Wildcat uh, athlete, baseball player, now has moved up to the ranks, now playing for the team. Miladers. Is that right, uh, Wyatt? Welcome to the show. And uh, how's it going to be back home watching a little bit of football on a Friday night?
4: Oh, it's good to be back, being gone for like seven or eight months out of the year. It's fun to be back in Cal and watch the old school play of football especially when they're beating up TM pretty good. It's nice to watch. But you what, I know you're looking
1: over the uh, visiting crowd. There. A lot of people miss that word It's right there, five points. But being on the road, you travel, you join the, uh, uh, the uh, Major League Baseball range. You're drafted in the second round in 2012 by the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, you know, right-handed. Uh, you're still you're playing the catching position. I know there was some talk, maybe uh, a shortstop, but it looks like you've uh, pretty much embedded yourself there at the catching position. Talk about the transition, going straight from high school into the uh, pros, you know, they you know opted not to go to college. You know, drafted in the second round, you the opportunity to really make a career. Now you've, you've been doing this now for a few years. They like actually you can see they probably had you on a on a regimen, you know, a training, diet, similar things to come along with it. But talk about the transition. What was it like
4: going from a high school level uh, going to the pro level? Um, it, was, it was a real transition for me. It was pretty tough just knowing like that I'm playing 140 games a year now, I'm not just 40. And that every game you have to be able to adapt and just playing two days a week and playing seven days a week now that was probably the toughest thing for me was learning how to keep my body in shape to play that many games in a year than just playing two days a week it was it was easy just to show up every day in high school and just let your body you know them do the work and then when you're playing seven days a week you got to really take care of your body a lot more than you did in high school
1: yeah that's probably key
4: too right? when you're in high school you don't uh, you
1: get to do what you want with your friends as you mentioned don't care about your I don't want to do care about your diet but you eat what you want yeah. now you go into that regiment. Seven days a week. Now this is this is a job now. It's no longer fun. You actually come out there, you have to put in work, and you have to prove yourself. Otherwise, you know a, a career could be cut short. So again, right. I'd like to, be to congratulate you. One thing I did notice, why are so you coming in It says two twenty-seven? Two twenty-seven? I'm at like two
4: thirty right now. Wow. Give or take. Yeah.
1: So uh, obviously the transition again, I bulk up, put on some weight, they're hitting that training room. What is that? So just for the diet, a little bit of everything conditioning?
4: Just a little bit of everything, just getting a little older, getting a little demand strength in me. And just I'm putting on a little weight to be able to have, have the strength hit balls out of hit balls a little harder than you can in high school. I mean, I only weighed about 210, 215 in high school. And after my first year, I realized that I wasn't going to be enough to perform at the next level. Because when, when I only weighed 215, it was hard to play every single day. My body would break down a little more. I needed a little extra muscle, a little extra body in general to be able to compete seven days a week every every week. A couple of alumni up in the big
1: leagues. A couple of uh, your uh, friends that have played here in the program. Morgan Brett now with the uh, New York Mets. Rob is is made his debut a couple of months ago with uh, uh, with the Chicago Cubs. So there's some talent in something here in the big leagues. So, uh, you know, former Wildcat players. And you've got to give credit to Coach Steve Chapman, who this year is going to be inducted into the uh, uh, Texas High School Hall of Fame for, for high school baseball. He's uh, established his program not and he's one of the best in the state of Texas, but in the country. We I mean, have two coaches here, uh, in Coach Phil Banner and Coach Steve Chapman, that are two of the best in the country. And uh, talk about the preparation of Coach
4: left and Coach Chapman. How you, you know, get a constancy that to help you transition into the major leagues? They were never easy on me, which was a big thing. I never had a break in high school. I mean, I played all four years of varsity, but all four of those years, they pushed me to be the best player I could be. And it was easier dealing with coaches, when I got to pro ball with the, like, intensity of the game and stuff like that, knowing that I was being pushed every day in high school with Coach Chapman and Coach Lopez, never letting me have a day off in practice, never letting me have a day off in a game, and it helped me transition. That was one of the easier transitions for me was being able to adapt to coaches, being a little sterner, being a little harder, was with Coach Chapman. He never stopped pushing me, and I, I mean, I get a lot of credit to him helping me get to where I, where I am today. Class eight. Uh, a dance
1: league. You're playing over in the Florida State League. What part of Florida. I could talk a little bit about the league that you're in and uh, uh,
4: some of the key things you've seen throughout the season. We're in Bradenton, Florida. It's about 30 minutes south of Tampa Bay. It's right across the coast, actually, from Corpus. Um, it's a hot league. It's not a lot of travel, which is the best part. It's only three hours on the longest trip we have to take, but it's hot, and it gets real hot. And that's that's this is my half, first one and a half years there, and it taught me a lot how to – learn with my teach my body how to adapt to the hot weather and playing in hundred degree weather every day. We won the whole thing this year. We won the four state of championship. So that was, that was awesome being a part of that and being there all the way to the end was real nice. And dealing with that championship.
1: Coming back home and enjoying some time off here in the summer. Uh, thanks for coming back and joining us. Uh, wish you the best of luck. Wyatt, good to see you anytime you're in town. Don't hesitate to, to come up and visit with the us posted on how you are doing. And again, wish you the best of luck and young man and, Welcome back to Cal Allen.
4: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All, All right. right, this
1: Wyatt Matheson, our uh, special guest, second baseman. I'm the uh, where's number 28? Still catching? 28? Third
4: base, third base now. Third base. Yeah, I got moved to third base about two years ago because uh, my shoulder and they wanted me to hit a little more than what I was catching. So, I got moved to third, which has been awesome so far.
1: Oh, now I got you on the hot corner. Huh? Yes, well, that
4: wasn't bad. You played shortstop in high yeah.
1: school. We've seen you behind the plate on the mound. Now you're playing that hot corner on the left side So. Uh, 28, is that the correct number? Sure. I'm looking at, all right, That's 28. It. That's the 28, Wyatt Mattson, third baseman for the Florida State League, Brittany Martyrs. Again, wow. Wyatt, thank you so much. Anytime in town, don't hesitate really to come up and say hello. Always welcome to the booth, and it's always good to see you. Best of luck to you, young man.
4: That's right. Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: All right, we'll be back with Mayor Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Hey, Travis, give me two minutes, buddy. Two minutes, please. Okay. Okay.
4: I I think, years ago. I wasn't have very well catching, my body was in the 3rd
3: better to it. i i man. i it. i i you, Bag <laughs> yeah. i not mean, Yeah. Oh I don't I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah. Yeah. I not know. I yeah, they
1: sitting the hanging out. All right, so, yeah,
3: appreciate, it, bud. You got somebody else with the halftime report? What's the other What? 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 What?
1: What? 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 you What? 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 i
2: Coming down in 5, 4, 3, two, I do, I do like 1.
1: All right. Welcome back to the NC Welding and Fabrication World Time Show. I'd like to thank Wyatt Matheson for joining us as our special guest. Always good to see, uh, you know, the kids come back to the community. He's a very man that uh, played the four years of uh, varsity baseball. And uh come back home and watch his, uh, you know, some of his younger brothers uh, here joining us, uh, the younger Matheson. Uh, uh, you know, standing right in front of us. But again, good to see Wyatt joining us here as a special guest. Now a third baseman for the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates over in the uh, Florida State League. He's uh, home visiting and uh, spending his Friday night out here in Cal Island. want like to thank everybody at home for joining us on a Friday night as uh, we have our coaching staff who give us our sub varsity report. I'm going to turn my headset over to uh, Coach Breveton, who's going to keep you updated on what's going on around the other uh, area. Coach Cam Plain, also going to help him out on our sub varsity report. On our NC Worldly Education Airport show, Coach Brezinski, help us out. Already, yeah. I wanted to kind of mention, you know, uh, Matteson still there. Uh, his, his brother did. It uh, texted me the other day from golf practice uh, while I was at football practice, and he had said, uh, "Can my, my brother come out and help me out? To, I'm using his gloves today, and uh, I need him to carry the bag and substantially bigger bag than what he's used to." And, I thought about He's been down. All right. So let's get him up here to do an interview. So I'm glad he did get to come up. Uh, but we're going to move on real quick. I'm going to go through the uh, middle school report uh, and then Coach Gary Play can kind of go through uh, the upper levels there. Uh, we'll start off first uh, with the seventh graders. Uh, we, we had an interesting week, to say the least, uh, this week on Tuesday. Uh, we went over to Grant, uh, GIC, uh, to play Grant. Our C team ended up playing the B team. Uh, and uh, c team was welcome to football, uh, playing those guys there. Uh, took a lot of big hits, a lot of good, started taking themselves off the field, uh, getting a little injured. Uh, they took some real good shots while they're out there playing. that They, they gave it to heart. Uh, they did drive the ball down the field several times, but uh, key opportunities uh, ended up causing some fumbles and turnovers that they yeah. had, and they ended up losing their game
3: 28-0. And then the uh, key
1: game of the night was the A-Team groups, uh, Went out there, you know, we, we took the ball from the from the uh, start of the game, uh, drove down, we get down to about the 10, fumble it. Uh, and that ended up taking all of the first quarter and about two or three minutes of the second quarter. They get the ball, kind of do the same thing. They drive all the way down about the 10, and then they fumble the ball. Uh, we kind of did that back and forth all night, all the way into the fourth quarter. Still sitting zero to zero, and uh, they finally get a drive on us. And uh, one little error, one little mistake is we, uh, we, we missed one of our tackles here. The guy just took off, uh, ended up scoring, and we couldn't capitalize at the end. Two weeks in a row, uh, we suffered a loss. Two weeks in a row, we were down about the 10-yard line uh, and lose possession of that ball. We did have an opportunity at the very end, uh, threw up the jump ball at the end zone and ended up uh, getting tipped and hitting our guy in his helmet. Uh, couldn't come up with a grab. We ended up losing 6-0, to zero, so that was our second pass. Uh, the 8th graders, they've uh, then game here uh, against Grant also. And uh, kind of the same scenario uh, with Grant's B team. The uh, C team played them, uh, took a tough loss, 12-8. to eight, And then the A team uh, seeks a little bit of revenge, losing last year. 7th the graders, they came up with their victory, 16-14 to 14 against that. So uh, that was a good thing for those guys. On Thursday night, we had a special occasion and had our B teams go over to CAF uh, and play under the lights at Cal. Uh Both homeowners, the 7th grade B team and the 8th grade B team. 7th grade B team losing 14-6, and the 8th grade B team losing twenty six 26-16. So down at the middle school, we did not have such a great week. Congrats to the 8th grade a team. Uh, they're the ones that won. Uh, hopefully next week, uh, with a child breath, that kind of starts our district. Uh, and uh, we'll be having the home game, seventh grade home, and eighth grade will be over there at Rough, But that's our uh, scores down there at the middle school. So now, we're, your freshman teams and the JV teams. Okay, we need to, uh, to play
3: Carol. Excuse me, wouldn't
1: Carol? We went over and played TM. I'm sorry about that. We went over and played TM this week. And uh, our freshman went over there last year's eighth grade. They lost that game. It pretty tough loss. Uh, we talked about it all week, discussed what we needed to do, took our freshmen over there. And you could actually tell and during the first half that our guys were a little bit nervous about uh, having lost last year because we, we didn't play very well at all in the first half, but we only got down 8 nothing. But we uh, talked to them in the, at, at halftime, got a little pepped up let them know what we could do and what kind of team they had the ability to be. And we came out, and, boy, they played a great second half. We ended up winning that game 26-8. to eight. And uh, we, even though, like I said, the first half was, was pretty tough on us, and uh, those young men really showed that what kind of team they could be in the second half coming back and winning like in, the, in the fashion that we did. So they went over there, and they've been playing really well all week. Actually, all year, and uh, I'm just, they're undefeated as well as our freshman team being undefeated, both in 5-0, and the J.D. had a great game. They they won 35 to nothing. So, it was a great game for them also. Now, varsity report from last week as far as stats, when uh, versus Carroll. Yeah, we covered those already. Oh, yeah, we covered yeah. them? Yeah. Yeah. No, no need to go over those again. Then everybody knows what happened. Good game against Carroll, 48-7. Good game for uh so, Rosen, how many more wins this coach down our knee to, to win that get get record? What is at six right now? I believe if we, we get this one tonight, which it looks like we will, then we'll be down to five. Um, you know, it's going to come down. Next week, it's going to come down to it, I think, uh, against Ray. Uh, we're going to see what happens with those guys. Ray, right now, they're actually uh, in the third quarter of playoff for at Alice. Uh, and they're starting to open it up a little bit now, 19-7. So uh, you know they're if they go on to win that game, you know they're going to be undefeated coming right uh, into our game next week. Against and, uh is it GP next week? Yeah. Uh, and then Ray is it GP then Ray? Then Ray, but Ray is uh, the the opponent. Well, we can't overlook GP, but Ray is the yeah. opponent that we're really looking at because they're they're playing some good football right now. They are, yeah, they definitely are, and, and you know they're going to be hyped up for us. We we did scrimmage them early in the season when, uh, they, they were tough in that scrimmage they, they, were, they played us really tough in that scrimmage so we're gonna have to have to you know take care of G P and that's we're gonna have to really refocus and get ready for that game. Yeah definitely so uh, a couple of other scores real quick uh Bluff is leading the big veterans Memorial fifty six to six at halftime. Again uh, Ray nineteen to seven over Alex. Uh and then uh you have uh at fourteen to zero over Moody at halftime. We're going to take a quick break. There's only about a minute left here of halftime. You'll listen to the halftime show on 1360
3: KKATS.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> I wasn't expecting to be up here. I got fired. But last year. We're looking for Ryan,
1: and then it was like, I don't know, and Tim wouldn't be, I know he went to school today, but I know he going be a
3: duck. Yeah, that's your first,
1: I think so, Yeah, 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 we are.
2: How much time we got left? Coming down in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And
1: welcome back to Phil to Ben Riverfield, Field, uh, 36-0, Cal Island leads. Uh, getting ready to start off the second half here. Uh, Cal Island will be receiving the ball. TMB uh, kicking off. Uh, from that north end of the field, tell Allen. So we can uh, see, we see how uh, we're going to actually have personnel-wise. We're going to start off with our first guys again, if we're going to come out with some uh, some of the guys that haven't been playing so much.
3: Yeah, we should see a lot of
1: more of the uh, backups coming in. and That's a good experience for those young men for further down in the season as we head into the playoffs in case somebody gets injured. Always make sure those young men really get some you know? good experience like that. So we're headed into the uh, second half kickoff. Got all the receiving going left to right. Back on? Yes, sir. Uh, we're all back on. All right. Welcome back. Thanks, everybody. I'd like to thank uh, Coach Robinson uh, and Coach Camp Blaine for helping us out with our sub we report. We've got to give credit to those gentlemen in. Working hard. I'd also like to thank Wyatt Nelson for uh, being our special guest tonight on the uh, MC Welding and Travitation Halftime Show. Wildcats will receive on the right-hand side. I end over in kick from the way warrior kicker. Austin Weisshardt takes it up the 17. Come out on the right Ooh. side. Weisshardt looks like he just got grabbed by the shirt. there stuck around. I can't have that outside Boy. edge. thought he was going to have a nice footwork there. I thought he was going. That young man reached out and grabbed him. I almost thought he was grabbed by the face mask, but I guess he caught him by the shoulder there. Wildcats will have the ball. First down and 10. They're going to start this drive at the, uh, what is it, 33-yard line, resting on a far hash mark. That's not a bad position to be in when you're thirty-three yard line. Is the worst position you've been in all night, or your worst field position, I should say. Opening five of the third quarter. Let's see who comes out on the field for the Wildcats. Trying to choose a quarterback. It is going to be number, like number ten, Colton Duff will come back in for the well, Wildcats. We've got the starting offensive line back in. We're going back to the wing T right now. So let's see him just for this opening drive, and then right. but, uh, it looked like we did have some movement there. Well, that was a pretty play, too, because we had a long a long trap there. You could just see an alley open up for him to run back in run through.
0: So the
1: first play of the third quarter results in a penalty against the Wildcats. Backs him up to five yards. And will be 1st down to lead. That's Drew Romero coming in, replacing uh, – I'm sure he did. I can't see the
3: number there. 35. 35.
1: It's a Garrett Heights. Okay. Garrett Height, sophomore, just moved up a few games ago. Great young man, works hard. Just young, kind of just offside there.
0: Ball on the carpet. Duff picks it up. Oh, two plays. One of them, Wildcats went backwards on the penalty. And on this one,
1: looks like the quarterback syndrome change never took place. And the ball on the carpet. Duff quickly pouncing on top of it, brings up a second down. We'll call it 15. Substitute in on the game,
0: coach. It's like 44 has checked in as well. That's uh, Brian Watt is. Duff lining up under center. Two tight ends, Said Wildcats going with a wing tee. Toss sweep
1: coming to the near side. Lay that's oh, Brown. Rot, rot. Brown coming around the outside edge. Brown upended at about the 37-yard line. We'll see where they spot this. Monkey picked up about nine yards on the play. It'll bring up uh, third down and uh, we'll call it five. Third and about five. That's a good run. Good blocking there.
0: We're a little wall down. Bring some guys out to take care of those corner, the corner and safety. Gain nine yards. Third down play coming up for the Wildcats. Opening drive of the third quarter. Ball resting. We'll call it
1: the 38. Yard to gain just over the 43 i across the line of scrimmage, Garrett Height. Duff looking, looking oh, for his wide goodness. receiver, Dropped it in a little late. This is going to be intercepted. Peloso Midway with the second turnover of the night. Wide receiver was open. Duff just a little late getting that uh, throw and uh, missed that window. And Peloso Midway is going to have an interception there on the opening drive of the third quarter. Yeah, uh, it, it was a late decision on Duff's part there. This has been a young quarterback. Sometimes that'll happen. If he would have looked, he had a motion man, did a little bubble, and just nobody covered him. They may come back to that play a little bit later on. I wanted to see that. 43 yard line for Tulsa Midway. Best field position they've had tonight. Garcia with a nice little juke there. He actually kind of faked out several defenders for the Wildcats. Garcia will uh, pick up about three yards in the three play. Yards. We'll call it second down at seven. They were running an option to the right and, and our defender stepped up and he just spun around and ran back the backside and gained gained about three or four yards there. I'd like to welcome a couple of listeners, your longtime buddy of mine, Ernest Floyd, uh, tuning us in fan on thirteen sixty KKTX. I'd like to welcome into the broadcast along with Gilbert Gonzalez tuning us in on a Friday night. Guys, thanks for joining us on a Friday night. They say out there, letting us know they are in town on the Enjoying the uh, island out there. Maybe a big uh, fishing trip tomorrow, guys. Thanks for being with us on a Friday night. Longtime time listener, former Northwest Callowin resident, Ernest Flores. Thanks for being with us on a Friday night. Mike, I've had a couple of people ask me what exactly radio station we're on. We are on 1360 KKTX, the remainder of the season. Also on the Internet, on CAT Radio. You can actually call us on our direct connect line, listen in from your cell phone. The audio comes right to your cell phone. So, a couple of different ways to reach us. We have a Twitter website. I to see if I can get, maybe I can get Coach Breden from the time of Student Body, someone of the kids from the Student Body to help us out with our Twitter account. We've always had someone kind of update our Twitter during the season. Try to keep you updated throughout the, uh, the year through Twitter. But we will be on 1360, the remainder of the season. down, and uh, we'll call it three to go for the Warriors. They are going for it. This is the best field position they've had of the night. And a first man through, number oh, 36, boy. right there to make the play, is Heath Thomas, and Tolosa Midway is not going to pick up the first down, looking for their first down of the night, and it's not going to happen on this drive. Well, that was a very good play from that young man. He, you, he, you saw that guard and tackle split, open that hole up, and he came in and built it for that running back. He even caught the line of scrimmage. Yes, yeah, much better linebacker play than that. All captain take over for 7-10 at the 36-yard line. And those second offensive lines back in now. Duff, I believe Duff. Is that still Duff quarterback? Yes, sir, I believe so. Oh, sweep over to Alec Brown. Alec going on the right side, following Duff. Has oh, the is on the run. ground, he's Going around, around the corner, 40, 35. Round, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds, close to the 30-yard line. Nice run there by Alec Brown. Coach Duke and I talked about it last week. They do have some yellow laundry on the field at about a sure. 45-yard line. But uh, something that Coach Duke and I talked about last week, you can just see that Brown has a little extra step, a little extra burst, a little sure. extra quickness, something we didn't see early on in the season. You know, he was nursing that shoulder injury early on. But you just tell that this young man has I uh, – I don't know, maybe his legs have been revived or something. Looks really quick. Yeah, he does have tremendous speed. He's one of the fastest, if not the fastest player we have on our team right now. Well, the penalty against the Wildcats is going to bring it back to the 44-yard line. So it could have been a 30-yard game coach ends up being a penalty against Cal Island. It'll be first down and three. I'm talking about uh, about a 26-yard the difference that uh, the ball is rests on the 30 yard line, and uh, of course with the penalty now you're I, I at missed, the 44. I missed the call. Did you happen to see this? They have you holding. They both are, are holding because uh, we had a little skirmish back here between two players, but I, I didn't see. Oh, we broke the huddle with 12. So. Well, no. Oh, oh no. Oh no. So line it up. High snap. Quarterback keeper. Duck. Lunging forward over the 50. He's going to have the first down. Looks like he's going to be spotted right at the 50 yard line. It'll be a first down for the Wildcats. That zone replay really works well. That defense is being widened out, and uh, depth pulled that football and, and game 10, 11 yards. That's a great read by Duff on there. He checks out. 82 checks in. Jackson Lama back in the game. Force Chris
3: no, Austin
1: Wisehart. Going back to spread. But wide up top. Take the Brown. Dobbs rookie. Now steps up in the pocket. In down downfield. Now we'll get a block and go around and steps around the outside and finally push out of bounds at the 38-yard line. it will be another first down for the uh, Wildcats. And he dropped back there and just didn't have a receiver open, but the offensive line did a great job of protecting him, and he had a had wild open uh, left side of the field there.
0: He gained about 12. All resting at the 38 on the end hash
1: mark. Wildcats driving right to left. Second drive of the uh, third quarter for the Wildcats. Opening drive the uh, interception by Duff. Now this snap gets away from Duff, picking it up, and he's going to be brought down back inside the 45 yard line of the uh, on the Wildcat side of the field. Just a snap that uh, Duff had go through his hands, coach. It looked like it would have been able to outside, but. I don't believe he was ready for that because he, he had soon his man in motion. And it looked like he glanced over to look to his right, and the ball came right at him. It did hit him in the hands, but he wasn't putting, it did not look like he was prepared for that. might have been a little bit early on that snap. we up a big second-down play for the uh, Wildcats. Shotgun formation. Brown stands to the left of uh, Duff. Oh, that's Lamb who's checking the game. Lamb looking down, looking for his wide receiver, hit him. Nice pass play from Lamb to Wisehart. Wisehart trying to get around the outside edge. Still on his feet, inside the 20,
0: inside the 15, down to the 10. Well, that was a great play. Had a
1: deep post route. Gage Lamb was able to step back, perfect protection, hit him in stride, and and, uh, Wisehart gained another 20 yards after the catch. Frustration starting to settle in some of the players of Tolosa Midway. That's the second play coach so we've seen a little bit of extra activity after the play's been over. So hopefully these referees can keep this uh, game in check. Yes, sir. There was the same young man for Tolosa Midway that was involved in the last one when we had a penalty there. Time out on the field. We'll take one with them. 457 remaining in the third. Wildcats 36. Tolosa Midway. you here. we be back on
0: 1360 KKTX. The official one to to the coach. To say it. it's pretty good, tonight. It's good. Well, huh? coming back, we're going to need him to make a long run. Hey, Travis, bring us back after 30, please.
2: Say it again.
1: Bring us back after 30 seconds.
2: All righty. Coming back in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.
0: After the
1: timeout, Lamb hands it off to number 40. 40 Brown takes it in. He's going to find the end zone. Touchdown, Cal Allen on the first play. After the timeout, a 10-yard run by number 40, Alec Brown and the Wildcats extend their lead
0: 42-0 to with the point after coming out. 10-yard touchdown run by number 40, Alec Brown.
1: That was some really good walking by that offensive line. They're doing a great job. Great job of staying low, firing off the ball, and opening up those holes. Contreras, again, beautiful kick from that young man. Extra point is good. Wildcats 43-0. We'll back on
0: 1360 KKTX. 30 seconds, 30 seconds, please. Okie dokie. We're about to check in with you shortly, uh, Travis, on our scoreboard. All right,
2: let me bring him back up. (laughs) <laughs> Coming down in 5, 4,
0: 3, 2, 1. Wildcats extend their
1: lead 43-0 over to over Tiloso Midway. 10-yard touchdown run by number 40, Alec Brown. Wildcats started the drive on the 36-yard line. They marked 64 yards in the end zone. Insurance will be at playing after. Tease it up at the 40. This one, deep kick, bounces at about the 15. Number 12, the return man, wow, hit, knocked down quickly. And now you're going to have a late flag coming in for a next-coastman-like penalty, that one's going to be against Newkirk. Looks like he was initially brought down, Coach, and uh, he, he may have tried to get up. Maybe his knee didn't hit the ground or didn't think, but Newkirk made sure to take him down and well, free spot may a little really excessive. You should have a a uh, unsportsmanlike conduct here against Cal Allen. So it's going to be 15 yards against the Wildcats. That's tough. You had a great kick, great play. Uh, you know, man, making them, making a great open field tackle there, and then you get a penalty that gives them an extra 15 yards. That's got to play a little smarter than that sometimes. I know it's tough to slow down when you're in the middle of a big play, but you got to play smart and use your head. We have a break in the action. We're going to check in with our producer, Travis Pettis, on our Rabelais Irony scoreboard. Travis, what do you have for us?
2: In Portland, we have the Miller Buccaneers versus Gregory Portland Wildcats. The Wildcats are up 27-10 to in the third quarter. We have the Carroll Tigers versus the Moody Trojans. The Carroll Tigers are up 28-0 to in the third quarter. We have the Ray Texans versus the Alice Coyotes. The Ray Texans are up 26-7 to in the third quarter. Uh, we also have the Ramses Pass Panthers versus the HM King Brahmas. Uh, the Brahmas are up 28 to 7. And we have the Flower Bluff Hornets up 56 to 6 on Veterans Memorial. Wow. All right.
1: That's Travis Pettis, our producer, helping us out with a Rabbitoid INE School Board. Right here, down field. Wildcats 43 to 0 over to Losa Midway. Roughly having to hustle back, uh, explaining the call, both the uh, uh, coaching staff's uh, coach camp Lane, and now he uh, has to go back and pick up that yellow handkerchief and put it back in his pocket. Yes, sir. He's done a lot of running on that play. He's got a little, little worried now.
3: <laughs>
1: First down and two and four the Tolosa Midway Warriors. Two tight ends. Ted Garcia works from under the center. Dropping back, looking down for the left handed passer. Uh, looking, we'll covers a lively,
3: going right, climbing the ladder.
1: Incredible interception by number 21. Phillip Lively. He's Great a heck of a Great play. I mean, perfect coverage. He's right on his inside shoulder. That ball came. He looped up and grabbed the little point. You can't play a uh, defensive back much better than that. Garcia hasn't thrown too many passes tonight. I believe he's got... Just as many passes completed to the uh, maroon shirt as he does to the white one. Yeah, are right. I think that's his second completion. <laughs> one to us and one to Rose, And the one to Rose was for negative five, right. uh, or negative three yards. Great interception for the 21, Phillip Lively. We're coming back out and spread. Trips to the bottom, single sub to the top.
3: Oh. Lamb in a
1: quarterback. That well, was a great pass to Weissart. hit him right in the hands. He just dropped it. And he's usually a pretty sure-handed receiver. He just kind of looked upfield before he brought it in. It's second down and ten. Gage slam number eight, has taken over at quarterback. Gage, you know, for being off for of the last three weeks, coach, his passes have been spot on tonight. Yes, sir. It sure have Very good. Good sign to see it. We're definitely going to need him as we go forward uh, with our District run here, and uh, hopefully into the playoffs. Lamb, again, pass play. Oh, last, class. And it uh, looks like he's going to hit number 10. Holton, the other battery partner, is a counterpart of the quarterback spot for uh, number 8, connected to number 10. That was that was a great, great route, great pass. Uh, Gage dropped back to his three-step drop, put his back foot in the ground. Hit that out route. Perfect. And about 15 yards. Number 66. Duke Wydell is going to check into the game for the Rockets. 73 will check out. this uh, Austin Ochoa. Play clock down to 16 seconds. Wildcats driving right to left. Ball on the near hash mark. Horse Chris, lone wide receiver split up top. Trips to the near side. Weissart motions across the line of scrimmage. No, the bubble screen, green. number 10, Duff. Duff on the near side. Lunging forward inside the 35. Duff brought down at the 42. That's a nice quick hitter there. Just hit the outside receiver a the screen. Let the other two receivers get their blocks. They did a good job of blocking. Another first down for the Cats. Again, Lamb, connecting up? That's a little quick bubble screen here to the near side. There was trips lined up to the near side. A quick hit play there in the nice game for the Wildcats. you going to have the same formation on this play. Wisehart, motions across the line of scrimmage. And I believe that's Hawkins. He's going to be met at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play for uh, Hawkins. Uh, we're trying to run what we call 64 there, your backside guard, tackle pull and kick out and move up. I believe our center missed his – he supposed to block back on that three technique, and he didn't, wasn't able to get there, and he made a good play. So, Hawkins down, on there, call him out yard New yard. Well, didn't get anything there. So, Second down, we'll call
0: it ten. Clock rolling. Three minutes left to go here in the uh, third quarter. What am I, keeper? Mm. First time we've seen Lamb oh, here. Lamb looking quick. Lamb wow. running into the end
1: zone. 32-yard camper. I believe it ankles here, but that. was pretty dang good to <laughs> me. My goodness, that's, this is going to replay he went deep into that ball, and, boy, he got – he flew up the field. I haven't seen him move that fast in a long time. I moved two, three weeks off, but his body healed very well. Good moves, good quickness, and great speed. <laughs> Job, Doc Soler. I mean, there was really nobody in the uh, field, but Doc wisely just kind of just kind of stood there and didn't, and didn't cause him silly penalty. That's a good good deal. You didn't have to really hit the hit the young man. Wasn't probably wasn't going to get there. Just wall him off, make sure he does not get there without causing any issues. High snap, Doc. has it sailed over his head, and uh, that's the second time tonight, coach, that we've seen a high snap from the uh, center to the uh, holder But the point after. No good, Wildcats. Leading 49-0 over to Los Inglis. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360
0: KKTX. There's something we're going to have to get corrected because that can hurt us big time in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, we've seen it over the years. So, one point can be critical. Yeah, um, senior year we lost in the quarterfinals by one point. Oh wow. Traysh has gotten real good at these push uh, kicks. Old split kick,
1: Traysh. This me. one bounces at the twenty-five. Also midway, taking the return over the thirty-yard line to about the forty-two. Nice the little return there by Tolosa Midway that time. North and south, didn't see any of that east and
0: west. And the Tolosa Midway with good field position, two forty-two remaining here in the third quarter. Changes on the defensive side. 41 is checked in the game. That's Ben
1: Valdez checking in at the safety spot. Lively, crisp, or still your corners. A couple of new safeties are so checked in the game. Also midway, first down and 10, ball at the 32 yard line. Trap play, trying to come to the near side. Defensive line there, quickly collapsing, no gain. If any, maybe two yards in the
0: play two to yards. also midway.
1: That's good job those linebackers in, the, in that D-line holding for
0: very few yards. Second down, we'll call it eight. I'll get an updated score for you on the uh, Ray-Allis game. Both teams are 4-0. That game taking place over in
1: Memorial Stadium. Last score we had, and we'll check in real quick here. Looking at our scoreboard on our Rebel A's IE scoreboard, Ray leading twenty six to seven as they go into the fourth quarter. And coach, this is a game Alice is off to a seven zero lead, and right. Rays come back with twenty nine unanswered points. Yes, this Ray team is, is pretty good this year. They believe they're undefeated. Well, we lost to San Antonio, but that's a big six A school. It was a tough game for us, and that's the game we lost. Gage Lamb in. So we, uh, we've come back and played some excellent football since then. That's uh, going to be a good game for us. But again, we can't overlook GP just because they're not having a very good season. And we've got to make sure we win that one and then move on and, and take care of Ray. GP be- was uh, off to a good start as well. GP, the 34 points of the board. they're in the third quarter. They lead 34 to 10, or more, taking place over in uh, Gregory Portland. Third down and eight. Garcia, rolling, Look at this backside, trying to hit his uh, receiver in the near flat. This one's going to be incomplete. Well, he just, our defensive line is not even giving him a chance to really set up and and look for anybody to be open. That time, of Chris was on over the corner blitz and was right in his face. Garrett Height, number 35, in on the coverage. Wildcats will send him in deep, 23, Austin Wisehart. The one with number 32 is Joel Garza. They'll drop back inside the 45-yard line. We may have a new punter for uh, Pelosa Midway. It had number 15. And I can't tell who this one is. Seven? Number seven. Number seven now will punt. That's Javier mm-hmm. Saldivar. right footed punter. It's on a end-over-end punt. Wisehart takes it. Tries to get to the outside. 35-40. Oh, 30, trying to get to the outside. Oh. One man to block. the Coach, that was a wise move. That young man had his back. He was looking at his back. Picked up two. his hands. That was number three. got to give him credit. Right. Uh, Juan Salon, I mean, really, smart not Smart play. I mean, take, take, take the positive yard and don't get yourself a penalty. Well, young man, I, I, I didn't think he was going to get there, but he laid out and got a hand right on the ankle, and, and then Wisehart just couldn't, couldn't bring his foot forward, so that brought him down. That was a good play by that young man laying out, trying to make a great effort. What Austin Weishard, since he's taken over the uh, the return responsibilities, has really changed the uh, punt return game. Yes, sir. He, he's a, he's one of, again one of our fastest young men. I don't think he's quite as fast as Brown, but boy, he's got some good speed, and he's making he moves really very quickly. First down with ten for the Rockets. Thomas in at quarterback. Hands off over to the left side. Two yard gain for the uh, running back. Uh, looks like number twenty-two is going to be Zach Hawkins on carry. So number nine. Uh, Brent Gomez, senior quarterback, has taken over, also played linebacker. He's given three yards on the play, second down and seven. Under 25 seconds here to go in the third quarter. Not sure if the Wildcats get this play off. May get it off. They Very are coming up fun. to the line of scrimmage. Two tight ends set. Wayne T formation for the Wildcats. Ten seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Brent Gomez under center. Oh, bumps into his running back. Gomez is going to be brought down for a loss back to the 35. That's going to be the end of the third quarter. Wildcats 49. Hello, Salud. We'll be back on 1360
0: KKTS. Is it cold in here to you? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm not going to complain. Yeah, I'm not going to go I don't know. Compared to what he has? Been, yeah, I know. They went this last week at football practice. My goodness, that's 99, 98
0: every day, and the humidity was just, it was just rough. Yeah. <laughs>
1: How much time, Travis? 15
2: seconds.
1: I'm sorry, 15?
2: 15, yes, sir.
1: Okay, good. We're going to start talking.
2: Yes, sir.
1: Went Gomez under oh. center. There he is. back, looking for his wide receiver. Dumps it off to number oh. 35. Incomplete. That pass was committed to Garrett Hyde. Gomez had him open just uh, uh, under him. him and It was just a tough pass for Hyde. As uh, the Wildcats, after the uh, change of, uh, we've changed into the field, we're in the fourth quarter, first play of the fourth quarter, Brent Gomez trying to connect with his uh, running back. Garrett Height out of the backfield, kind of a breather out and uh, just wasn't able to connect with him. They bring up a fourth down and 13. One of those situations, Coach, you're too far to kick a field goal, but right. too close to front, so the Wildcats look like they're going to go for it. Right. Yeah, that was that same play we saw earlier with a, they threw it dusty with through a perception at this time, they just saw their back out there wide open, but just a little short on the pass. And off. Hawkins. Sweet. Hawkins coming around the right side. He's going to be brought down at the 33. So, Telosa so Midway, their defense will hold, and the uh, Wildcats will turn it over on downs with 11.43 to go here in the game. That was a good stand by a team defense. Eh? They did a good job of holding the seven.
0: Almost negative yards. I think he might have got two yards on that drive. Seven minutes, forty-three seconds. Friday night football. I'm with you from Northwest
1: Corpus Christi. I'm Mike Guerrero, alongside uh, Coach Camplain, Coach Brevison, I'm a producer, Travis Pettis, bringing you Friday night football right here on 1360. Mm-hmm. Nice defensive play there. Trying to get to me, that, uh, 60, is that 69? 69, I think. Yes, I can't tell That 69 or 59. We'll see. We've got a 69, Jonathan Anunna, and I believe that's who
3: it's going to be. It,
1: have, I believe that. Yes, sir. he the play, Diane, playing, deep, deep tackle. But he just chase that running back down from the back side. Escobar, going <laughs> really in at the nose guard. Twenty-five uh, has taken over Richard Davis, the uh, quarterback here on the near side. So, again, lots of substitutions taking place. Garcia rolling, oh, trying no. to dump it off. Oh. Looking for his uh, wideout here right in front of us. Number 41 on the coverage. This is Valadez. He's number seven running out for the pass. Ohio, well, he just overthrew him, and he, he left to good pictures. We have two, jer- two Maroon jerseys right there beside
0: him, and it's pretty close. Now bring up a third down and thirteen.
1: Also, midway driving right to left. not stop with 10:58. Garcia, under center. Aldivar motion. Dive play up the middle. Not much room at all. Maybe three yards of the play back to the line of scrimmage. Well, there's that. that putting that freshman quarterback in a bad position. again. that third and 14, third and 15. It's, that makes it tough on that young man. Now you got a, what, third and nine. They're going to bring in the punt team. If Weisshart will she come back in uh, to field the punt, Wildcats may not send anybody back deep. Nobody no, knows. I don't think they will really this time. I think they're just going to let them punt And then uh, see if they can't put a drive together. Long drive. Oh, snap. Oh, right. Coming over to the near side. That's going to be a tough play. And oh, you- my
3: goodness. No, that good
1: close. Time. That's Aldebar, I believe, uh, who's putting. No, guess it is. No, sir, try number it. seven, Javier Saldivar tried to run that fake punt to the left, but he only gained about what five yards, maybe. And they needed about nine to get a first down. But so, okay. it was a short field. Is, you, me, was that a? You think that's a design play, or is that something Saldivar did on his own? Down 49 to zero on your, your side of the field. Right. Well, well, if you watch the blocking scheme, they tried to the wall down this side. So to me, that looked like they were actually trying to run that fake. Okay. They 12 seconds. Wildcats take over. First down and two. The quarterback is Allen. At 49 to zero, I guess you don't have anything to lose trying that, but I don't think I'd want to give our offense another short right. field like that at a 35 yards. All of the carpet. Mm-hmm. Allen has taken over at quarterback. I'm not sure I want to be in the film room tomorrow. As many fumbles as we had, goes down is not going to it at all. That's a, a couple of high snaps on the uh, extra points. Yep. We've had a couple of quarterback center exchange fumbles that have been on the carpet. So, you know, you're up 49-0. to okay? right. because anytime you can watch film and still find areas of improvement is always a good sign. But, again, not something you want to be in the film room about tomorrow morning. Those, those are things that, that we follow. And, again, another fumble on the snap. So, that's, that's something that you cannot do when you're playing a team that they can play with you a little bit especially as we get into the playoffs as it goes. Those fumble snaps can really hurt you in a, in a close game. I'm saw Sam there. Super fumble snap. Sam almost launched the center to be able to try to jump on the ball. Right. He he had to. And, and a wise move by uh, Sam Allen, number twelve. Look like he might have even pulled out a little early, trying to trying to get back away from the center for might have been a pass play of some kind because he was trying to get out from under center pretty quick. Number nine will check in. That's Gomez is back in at quarterback. We'll see four quarterbacks tonight for the Wildcats. Two tight ends set. Third down, we'll call it nine. Got we'll a swing. That's a Oh, it off. Looks like 42? Uh, oh, 42 Romero? Romero. Romero, he can move. I did not hear that young make it run like that. Wow. Flag well, came out late from the uh, bag judge. This might be against Cal Allen. Boy, Romero showing some speed by the uh, big man. Well, he was just kind of trotting out there and sees that ball in his hand. Just, he turned it on. Just like Jerome, <laughs> like Jerome Bennett in the backfield. Goodness gracious. No idea that a man could run like that. He didn't even get a holding or a block in the back. I didn't see the signal there.
2: But either, either way, it's
1: coming back. Against Cal Allen, so what would have been a first down. Now will be a third down, and uh, it's going to be about uh, five yards to go for the Wildcats. Ball resting on the 31-yard line. Yard to gain is uh, just... Outside the uh, 25, so brings up another key third-down play for the Wildcats. Commons under center. Tosses it on the uh, right side. Yeah, there it is. 32 coming around the right side. Breaking tackle. Still lunging forward inside the 15. Getting it down to about the 12. And I believe that's, that's uh, 32. Joel Garza on the carry. Yeah, a carry. Joel Garza, boy. a good young yeah, man. He's got good speed too Nice. He's, he's not as fast as some of our the running backs. But if you notice, how he, he tries to run with his pad level low. And one young man came in and tried to hit him in the knees, and he just put a hand on, had a, a hand on his helmet and shoved him to the ground and kept moving. Nice one by uh, Garza. First down and 10 for the Wildcats inside via red zone. It's the, uh, we'll call it the uh, 13-yard line. Gomez, hands it off, over to the right side. Right, again. Oh, they called him out of bounds. show it. What Romero? He's a load, man. He looks like a real spark. He is. He's, 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 he's not real tall, but he's thick. And now I did not have no idea that he can run as fast as I. didn't know he was anywhere near that fast. He's only about five, maybe five, four, five, five, and I bet he weighs about 170, 180 pounds. He's solid as a rock, know and, and he is quick. Lined up in the backfield again. Five yards deep behind the quarterback, Gomez. Offense in the backfield. There like in, test, and right there, touchdown. Good for oh, that young man. Nice. Romero takes it in from two yards out. Looks like he had it on the last one, but uh, this time, Drew Romero will take uh, it in. Number 42. I think what, Romero had a, nice, a couple of nice plays on that side. i then he jump off pass. So it's a quickness and some, uh, some agility that's out of the open field. And a couple of nice carries there by the uh, senior running backs. Right. you have to go to the offense and launch it. When you get touchdowns, it's about 54 yards deep in the end zone. One after coming out for Contreras. Let's see if we can get this snap on P-18 here. Something we got to get cleaned up. Coach, we talked about that key in the uh, playoffs. Snap on the way. Contreras. Able to get that one through the upright. let a little it on the hole, but... Uh, it, was. It, was. it was a little bit high. Colton had to get off his knee and grab it, but he was trying to grab it and get it back down in a good kick. Wildcats 56. Also mid zero. We'll be
0: back on 1360 KKTX. Yeah, how are we doing on the um on the commercial spots? um we're we're on track. Any more news on that Ray game? Thirty three seven.
1: Thirty three seven. Yeah, that's yeah, Ray was surprised me. I had no idea they would do that good this
0: year. I mean dude, it looks like it just came out of the blue. We're going to start talking, Travis. Okay. Wait, well, I'm going to squirt it or punch Contrary. Oh,
1: it, kick. This one taken at the nine-yard line to Loso Goodway return, man, taking it oh, straight up the field out to the 26th. Uh, 17-yard return. It was a good job by Ty Carey coming downfield making a tackle there. I mean, he hit that young man right in the thighs, wrapped him up, him straight to the ground. First down and 10 for Tulsa Weather They will spot it on the 27-yard line. Far hash mark. John Garcia in at quarterback. Still remains the uh, young freshman quarterback. And off to the uh, near side. Look at the pursuit on the deep end. and pushed out of bounds right about the... Uh, 29-yard line, Gomez was chasing. And Gomez looked like he oh. came up a little. He was like hobbling when he was chasing him, Coach. It's all kind of – maybe he was cramping. Let's uh, to... see what they look at. Like. That young man had a uh, – oh, he's cramping. Yeah. Okay, good, good. And I was pretty bad as knee. He had to have a – he had a bad ACL. that was reconstructed And you know, you know, when you have something like that, sometimes it, it's easy to re-hurt oh, that exactly. thing. Luckily, it's just a cramp. You could see him when he was in pursuit. He just kind of looked a little – you can see it tightening up on him. The cramp's starting to hit him, but uh, the running back picks up two yards in the play. That's one thing about these young men: you have to continually tell them to drink, especially when you get into this, when it starts cooling off a little bit. They don't think about their fluids as much, and so if it's you get to a little cooler weather and they're not continuing to drink and and
0: hydrate well, you get you, you still cramp up even in the cool weather. All resting at the, uh, we'll call it, the uh, 29-yard line.
1: Six minutes, 51 seconds remaining. The Wildcats next week will travel to Gregory Portland, take on the uh, Gregory Portland Wildcats.
0: Garcia under center.
1: Rolling. Trying to go to his uh, wide receiver. And again second, complete pass. And that is the first First down of the night for the Telosu Midway Warriors. Not a bad passer from the uh, young freshman quarterback. No, I think Nelson's not one. You can see he had three defenders in his face. He stood there and went got that pass off. Out to the 42 uh, yard line, first down of for Telosu Midway. As a defense, you try to maintain the shutout. We still have the shutout, but, you know, you're deep in the game. Six minutes, you know that defense knows they haven't given up a first down, but uh, still... Just a great defensive performance tonight by this wildcat defense. How sweep Coming to the news side. Not How much room there after the 42 will uh, maybe be the original line of scrimmage? No gain on the play. We'll call it second down and 10. So, Red, right, this defense is great at pursuing. If you know something, you always have at least four or five, and, usually, and most of the time we have eight or nine jerseys on the ball, and the, and the other two or three to the right there, very close. Always considered that a sign of a, of, a, of a very good defense you when know, everybody's pursuing to do the football. Second down. We'll call it ten. Clock rolling. Five minutes, twenty seconds remaining in the game. Some of the Toloso uh, fans making their way to the parking lot. Dive play up the middle. Not much room. Coach uh, looking on the sideline. You know, you see some of these players getting too much needed to rest. You can see number seven, Lawrence Man. Uh, some of the other key defenders broadened over to the left side, 45. And looking right here at about the 40, what is the 47-yard line, looking at number 53, we talked about this young man. He's had a great season. Genesee Lamadi, I believe is how we pronounce his name, is standing next to number 84, Tristan Soto. And it's just a – he is literally – Head and shoulders above yeah. Soto. He looks like a giant. He, uh, he, <laughs> he looks like a four. board. Four. He's about 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, he's a good-sized young man. Plays great defensive tackle position for us. High snap. Flor- uh, Garcia, nice job of uh, picking it up, looking downfield. Now he's going to keep it. He'll step out of bounds, turning a uh, negative play into a positive. That's a great play by a young man. Ball went over his head. He's ready he to, he to get a hand on it. When it hit the ground, he got a lucky bounce because it bounced right back up to him, and he just took off with it. Over to get to the edge, comes T.M.'s punt team once again. Then you have number seven, um, ball here, Salvador back there trying to punt the ball. Last time, Salvador tried the fake punt. That's what he no. does this time. We're looking at about fourth down and six. I don't think they'll try that again. Put it back deep for the Wildcats. Snap on the way. Low snap, Saldivar, right-footed punt. It's a low punt. Doesn't take much of a roll for the Warriors. Ball's going to stop at the 28-yard line. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more wildcats football on 1360 KKTX. Just give me a 30-second, Travis.
2: How are we doing in the commercial spot? We're There's one more break and then an extra break.
1: Okay, then we should be good. There's four minutes left in the game. I want to check in here shortly with you for the uh, scoreboard. So be ready.
2: Okay, okay, I'll pull them up.
1: Thirty seconds only. Wildcats okay. shot formation. Ball on the ground. Again, is that Allen? I'm very sad. We Allen. Allen. Working his way up the field. That one, I—I think he may have just dropped that one. Looks like he—he said for his foot, like he was cramping up, and maybe one Gomez is not in there because he's cramping up right now. Six gain on the play, we'll call it second down and Wildcats starting to drive on the 35-yard line, driving from uh, left to right. Four wide receivers. Soto, I could see, is in the game. Split right up top along with 33 Jared Pettis. And off Hawkins. Hawkins going on the left mm-hmm. side. And a front line for that. Oh, so he's done a decent job tonight, coach. That's they've really uh, up the middle. They have. They've done a good job. That was a nice little play there by the nose guard. He was able to play down a line of scrimmage, make a good hit. keep it to a short game. We only got you know, about third and one, maybe two. Yeah. I call it eight, a long one. Allen in at quarterback. Where's number 12? Junior quarterback. Also playing strong safety. He is a star, uh, starting strong safety. I know it's, it's a tough game for TM, but this is kind of good for Cal Iron because we're we, able to we get all of our. Hawkins, Hawkins breaking tackle. Hawkins at the 40. 35 30. One man to beat. Hawkins is going to be brought down inside the 10. Gotta you know, give credit to that young man from Tulsa Midway never coming up. Now he's cramping going over to the sideline, Coach, but I thought Hawkins was going to take that to the house. He had a good chance to run that all the way in. That young man TM, has some good speed because we ran him down their herd. Sure did. And he actually did. he's actually cramping going over to the sideline. Hawkins had a big hole, took it up, and i tell you what, I thought he was going. Nothing but green grass in front of him. One man to beat, and uh, the Warrior defender was able to pull him down. I'm out taken yeah. by Cal We'll keep it right here as Hawkins. you've gotta be approaching probably you know, easily seventy yards maybe. Seventy yards. Pretty close. Big run there. I had to close to what coach is that about a fifty yard run maybe? At least fifty we were at the, uh, about the 38, 39 yard line. And he ran it down to the seven, so third it was a third down and one on the play. Long one we had just called it and found a big gaping hole on the left side. I believe that's the. Uh, we've had some of the substitute players on the offensive line. Opened up a nice hole there for Hawkins. Uh, for now, uh, I was saying, this is a really good experience for those young men, those backups. And where we, when we need them, if somebody goes down, they'll, they'll be able to step in and do a, do a good job for us. Derek Rojas in on the game on the right side, 65. Also, is a Chris Cryer. Like, is that 50 in its center, codes? I, um, I believe so. I can't make it actually. I think that's so, uh, 60. No, it's the Okay, that, that would be the then, number 60. Gomez under center. And off. Hawkins. And, again, there's that defensive line for Telosa Midway. Just getting that penetration and really being disrupted, it's going to lose a couple of yards in the play up to the uh, 10-yard line. Those numbers are hard to see for TM. It's Very. Hard to call name. I don't know if that right side defensive attack made, it, made, it, made, it, made, it, made that play right there, but just cannot see those numbers. A white uniform and almost like a gold number. The gold type number. It says you can't hardly see it. It's not outlined in anything. They had like a black outline around the gold number make it a lot easier to see. Coach Brothers and I actually Coach brothers said that at the beginning of the game. Under center, toss sweep, wide right side. Hawkins trying to come around the outside, has the oh, 10, has oh, the oh. 5, trying to get inside. Did he get across? Oh, it's good. He got it's good it. Good for that young man. He deserved that after that long run. 10 yard touchdown run with 1 minute and 30 seconds remaining in the game for number
0: 22, Zach Hawkins. Point after coming up. up, you hold Contreras, let see what kind of snap we get here. they've been higher the about
1: several times, lights on the snap, snap on the way, good snap, Contreras approaching, nice kick from Contreras, starting to get a little comfortable, Wildcats leading 6-3 to, to 0 over to Losa Midway, we'll be back
0: with more Wildcats football on 1360 KKTX.
3: It's cold.
0: It is. <laughs> Jeez, I'm wearing short.
1: Could have brought a blanket up here.
2: Did you only oh, It's probably
1: the first time all year it's been cold. No, I imagine so. up here, the good winters, I imagine it's been pretty warm.
2: You want the full minute or the 30?
1: You just give us a 30, and I'll check in with you on the scoreboard. As soon as the kickoff, after the return, I'm going to go right to you, so be ready.
2: Okay, we've got 10 seconds.
1: Coming down in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Contreras, low kick. This one's taken at the 16-yard line to Losa Midway. Coming up field, this one is going to be returned about the 32-yard line, number 20, Devin Newkirk, along with the 32, Joel Garza, there to make the tackle for the specialties. Under... Uh, We've got a minute and twenty-three remaining here in the game. Valuable playing time for these backup players for the Wildcats. As uh, after the play, we're going to check in with our producer here shortly, Travis Pettis on our Rabble 8 IE scoreboard. Try to get some scores from around the area real quick for you. First nine, ten to Tulsa, midway. They'll start this drive on the thirty-two yard line. Handoff. When we running back, is going met in the backfield. He's going to lose about four yards, Coach, back in the 30. He is. And if you notice, you'll see, we had nine players. This is We have backups in on defense now. If you have, we have nine players in on that tackle, in that pile. That's what you want out of defense. You want as many players around that football as you can get. Let's check in with our producer real quick. Uh, Travis, what do you have on our Ravolet i scoreboard?
2: Starting out in uh, Portland, we have the Miller Buccaneers versus the Gregory Portland Wildcats. The Wildcats are up 43-10 to over the Miller Buccaneers. Move over down to Alice. We have the Ray Texans versus the Alice Coyotes. The Ray Texans are up 33-7 to in the fourth quarter. Next up, we have the H.M. King Brahmas versus the Ramses Pass Panthers. The Brahmas are up 35-14 to over the Panthers. And next up, we have the Flower Bluff Hornets versus Veteran Morrow High School, and Flower Bluff is up 63-6. to And then we also have a final between the Carroll Tigers and the Moody Trojans. The Carroll Tigers were able to win 35-7 over the Moody Trojans. All right,
1: that's uh, Travis Pettis, our producer, helping us out with our Iney scoreboard. Escobar coming off the field, Coach, and you can see he's kind of nursing that left shoulder, kind of, have the training staff look at it as uh he's being looked at. The clock will expire. We have uh, the final Cal Allen sixty-three to zero over Pelosa Midway. I'm trying to what, number forty four. Did he lose his mouthpiece out there, baby coach? It looks like uh Brian Watt is trying to find something, but uh, both teams will shake hands across the field. We'll come back with the Rabble I need postgame show, the final Cal Allen sixty-three. 63- also midway zero.
0: We'll be back on 1360 KKTX.
2: Coming down in 5,
0: 4, 3, 2, 1. All right. Welcome
1: back to the Rabelais. Annie post-game show, the final from Phil Vannaher Field. Wildcats 63-0 over Tolosa Midway. Tough night for the uh, Tolosa Midway Warriors. Uh, big game for the Wildcats. because uh, Not only were they able to get the uh, starters some rest, but uh, lots of substitutes were able to come into the game. That's some valuable playing time. And, uh, again, just another great game by the Wildcats. Coach Santaher, one game closer to, to uh, tying the record. And uh, with the final tonight, 63-0 over the uh, Plesson Bowl Warriors. Yes, That's a very good game for us. Uh, as you said, those backups got some valuable experience. In case something happens, one of our starters will be able to step in, and that experience will help them play with the ball very well for us. Good game, Coach Danaher is, As you said, one, one game closer to uh, winning that state record. Glad to say I'll be here when that happens. coaching <laughs> under him. Been a valuable experience for me. If I can do it for a few more years, at least until he decides he wants to retire. He says it's going to be a while. It's going to be a while. He did say that at the beginning of the season. He's not. He was never. He never started his coaching career uh, thinking that he would be uh, in this position to break the record. But uh, he's uh, been able to build this program. Got here in 1984. 33 years in a row that the Wildcats have won the Battle of the Little Brown Jug tonight here in Northwest Corpus Christi. As uh, again, Coach Danaher just uh, approaching that uh, that record,
2: uh, and, you
1: know, getting one game closer. Wildcats will improve their record now. Coach, what are we now? Four and one uh, for mm-hmm. the season, uh, two and zero in conference play. Uh, and next week we travel to Gregory Portland. So a big game coming up next week. Mm-hmm. As Coach uh, Bevin working hard on our stats over to our left hand side. He's still telling the total. but again, some key time, uh, valuable time for the uh, backup players. Uh, we saw four different quarterbacks. Uh, I couldn't even tell you how many running backs. Romero really came onto the scene late. Here's a young man that we didn't even know had that type of speed, but Romero got to keep playing. Running back Hawkins had some nice runs and, and just a great overall performance by the team. Defensively, I'd like to see what these defensive numbers are. I know they did give up a first down, but again, I, don't, I can't say that the lowest speedway gets the 25 yard mark. We'll see what they are here. We'll come back with more on the Rabelais INE postgame show on 1360 KKTX. Turn that air conditioner off. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Window or something.
2: After we come back from this break, there's only two left.
1: Okay, good. That'll be perfect. We'll do our stats. Two more, one minute breaks, or just two more commercials in general.
2: Um, We're going through this one. You'll say bye. You'll come back, and then that will be
1: the last one. Very good. So, we'll do our stack. I'll send it back to you. Come back. We'll close it out. Okay. Perfect. Perfect.
0: 28?
1: Uh, they both at 25.
0: Well, that big chunk of it was on that pass play. Yeah. Yes, sir. True sure,
2: Coming back in 5, 4, 3,
0: thank two, you. Two, 1. All right. Welcome back to
1: the Rabelais i Postgame Post Game Show. The uh, Cattle Walk at 63-0 to zero over to Lois Midway. Real quickly, I'd like to thank some of our golden boosters. i like to thank uh, Security Storage, Jack Taylor, uh, Insurance, CCRV, Citro Refining and Chemicals, Taylor Cattle Company, Atlas Tubular, B-Ad, Production, how about the Let's Tool and Supply, City Councilman, Carolyn Vaughn, Orange Grove Co-op, so many people to thank, Savior Salmo and Furniture, Bella Sunscreens, and Armadillo Chiropractor, just few uh, of our golden sponsors that we'd like to give thanks to supporting this uh, program and uh, for many, many years that they've uh, supported these Wildcats. Uh, Coach, we talked about the number stats. Uh, Coach been working hard, can out those stats as he always does. Uh, give us a final tally. What do we got? So, we're uh, in Cal T versus the tonight. So, Cal we're going to go run down to Cal Island's first. My first down, we had 17. We had three rushing yards, a total of 329 yards. Uh, passing yard is 84 yards. Uh, total offense combined, 413 yards. That's not bad for a single game. Uh, penalties, though, something we're going to have to get corrected. We are at 11 for 90 yards. That, that, that will hurt. Uh, rushing, um, Zach Hawkins had 10 carries for 91 yards. Nine yards and Two two, uh, two touchdowns. That's not a bad average. I was telling you, every time that kid touches the ball, it's like he averages about nine yards a carry. Yes, sir. So, uh, uh, we have uh, Brown, who uh, had seven carries for 57 yards, two touchdowns. Riley, uh, five carries for 52 yards. That's over a 10 yard average, also. And he had two touchdowns. Uh, Sam Howland, a quarterback position, had six carries, 42 yards. And Gage Lamb had one for 32 yards and a touchdown. Well, he looked good on that run. Uh, passing. Graham was 3 of 5 for 63 yards. He was on, on point with his uh, accuracy tonight also. one one. Uh, he was 1 of 3 uh, for passing, 13 yards. Colton Duff was 1 of 7 for 8 yards and 1 touchdown and also had 1 interception. Austin Weisart uh, on the receiving end had 1 reception for 44 yards. Colton Duff, 2 receptions for 19. Drew Moore, 1 for 13, which should have been almost a touchdown, but a penalty brought that back. Time of possession for Cal Island was 23 uh, minutes and seven seconds. Moving over to TM, TM finally had that one first down in the second half. That was the only one of the game. Uh, rushing yards for TM was 18 yards. Passing total of 10 yards. So you were real close on that 25 yards. You kept saying, and it was. But uh, they got a little later. that got 28 yards total offense. 28. Again, fantastic performance for the defense. Yes, sir. Uh, we had penalties uh, for TM. We had uh, three penalties for 23 yards. Later on, as uh, rushing was 19 carries for 27 yards. Salivar had 8 carries for 10 yards. Uh, that freshman quarterback, boy, he was under pressure all night, but he uh, was able to get two out of nine passes completed and had a total of 10 yards, but he threw two interceptions. You have know, Turner for uh, TM, had one reception for 13 yards, and Morrow had one reception for negative three yards. His time for TM was 24 minutes and 53 seconds. So you saw defensively had a great game. Great game by that defense. Coach Campbell always prepared, and you know it, it, this has been two consecutive weeks that we've seen this uh, type of style of offense. And last week Carroll now has incorporated this uh, uh, nasty spot,
4: uh, slot team
1: type of offense. You know, misdirection. Uh, you saw it again tonight. They're, I don't know what GP's running now. GP uh, has a new head coach as well, so we'll hopefully uh, the guys right. guy, the guys that are scouting, will come back with a good report tomorrow, but. You know, Coach, a, this is a defense that uh, Coach Campbell is, is very well prepared for. We've seen this type of de- uh, offense for many years, and uh, something that he prepares the boys, gets them ready. They, they uh, maintain their gaps, play their planes, play the outside containment. And the one thing they're doing, Coach, is they're tackling them all. They're good in there, they're swarming. You talked about it. How many times do we see nine men on the pile? I mean, right. They are really swarming. Uh, got to give credit to those front guys, Inglehart, uh, 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 Estebar. Uh, Leomati, uh, you know, Rodriguez, all those guys in the trenches uh, doing a great job on the defensive side. The final for the Wildcat, 63-0 to over Tolosa Midway. We'll check in um, one last time on our scoreboard, and then uh, we'll come back, check on our scoreboard. We'll close things out. You're listening to the uh, Rabelais i and Post Show.
0: We'll be back with more Walkhead football on 1360 KTX.
2: That's the one you're doing right here,
1: right? Yeah, I'm going to come back, bring it back. I'll check the scoreboard real quick. I'm just going to get the local scores off my app, and then we'll close it out. Did we get all the commercial slots in? Yep. Awesome. Good job, man. Appreciate your help on the scoreboard. It's
2: all
1: good. So you are going, going to be working next week?
2: No, I won't be working
1: next week. Okay. appreciate your help, man.
2: Oh, it's all good. And are you doing the
1: scores, or am I doing the scores? Um, I'll do the, the local ones, and I'll let you do the, uh, the surrounding area. I'll do the district ones real quick, so be ready. Yeah, I'm going to let you do it.
2: Okay, you just want me to do all of
1: them? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll am send it to you here shortly.
2: Okay. <laughs> Coming down
3: in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.
1: All right, welcome back to our Rambolans i post postgame show. The final from uh, Phil Danaher through Wildcats 63-0 over the uh, Alosa Midway Warriors. We're going to check in one last time on our scoreboard. We're going to send it back to our producer, Travis Curtis, on our Ravel Aids I need scoreboard. Travis, what do you have for us?
2: In Binbow, we had the Duce Longhorns versus the Binbow Badgers. The Binbow Badgers are up 61-22 in the fourth quarter. Uh, we also have the Woodsboro Eagles versus the Lewis Hornets. Uh, that game's close twenty-eight to twenty. The Woodsboro's up uh with less than a minute left. We also have the and Portland Wildcats versus the Miller Buccaneers. Gregory Portland Wildcats are up 43-17 to in the fourth quarter. We also have the H.M. King Bremas versus the Ransom Pass Panthers. H.M. King is up in the fourth quarter, 35-21. to We also have, with six minutes left in the fourth quarter, the Flower Bluff Hornets versus the Veteran Memorial Eagles, and Flower Bluff is up 63-6. to We also have some final scores, the Referio Bobcats versus Santa Gratudius Academy Lions. The Referio Bobcats won 56 to zero. The Carroll Tigers versus the Moody Trojans. Carroll Tiger was able to win 35 to seven over the Trojans. We also have a final of the Ray Texans versus the Alice Coyotes. The Ray Texans won 33 to seven. And last, we have the Great Cal Island Wildcats winning 63 to zero over the Toloso Midway Warriors.
1: All right. That's uh Travis Pettis, our producer, helping us out in the uh studio. Travis, thank you very much for helping us out on our Rabble 8 INE scoreboard. Uh Coach Man thank you so much for coming back and helping out. It's been a while, but I tell you just jump right back in. Look like you never left. Well thanks, sir. Appreciate you having me back. Uh, I'm sure Coach Dave will be back next week. And uh as you said, GP, I've uh, seen what they run. They, they run a version of Spread, and Coach Lewis is a very good coach. He came Cameron after a few ch- state championships there. So, yeah, I've been prepared for us, and it, it should be a good game. And we'll move on away, and, and that's going to be a big one. This is a, t- well, this is a tough part of our schedule coming up. Next week, the Wildcats will travel to Gregory Pooley. Again, I'd like to thank uh, Coach Camplane for helping us out tonight as uh, Coach Duke. Uh, we're assuming he's under the weather. I hope he gets well soon, and we'll travel next week to Gregory Pooley. 7 o'clock, the uh, coach's show. 7.30 will be kickoff. I'd like to thank our uh, producer, uh, Travis Pettis, our statistician, Coach Mike Brotherson, our color commentator, again, Coach Camp Land. I'm Mike Guerrero, the final, Cal Island Wildcats, 63-0 over to Lissa Midway. Have a great weekend. Good night. God bless. We'll do it again next week. All right, Travis, thank you much, buddy. Oh,
2: you're welcome. You have a
1: good night. All right, for the listeners on the World Wide Web, thanks for being with us on Cat's Eye Radio. Make sure you tune in next week. We'll do it
0: again next week on Friday night. Good night. God bless. Do it again next week. Yeah, have a good weekend. Bye.